Keep my porn. Pull that shit up, fool. Keep my porn on my Twitter. Must. Damn, so you ain't gonna put. Oh, you gonna make nigga beg you for. <laughs> okay, boo. Easy. Uh. Hopped up a motherfucker bed. Hopped in a motherfucker coop. Pulled up on a bird, man. I'm a beast, I'm a beast, I'm a mobster. You got 50 old beds, you'll be my sponsor. Don't snake sooner, play me in Kanye Kanda. I might piece him up and let my partner smoke him. Chuck and cheese him up, I piece of him, I roll him. I'm a gangster, I don't damn baby, I poke. Right now, I'm surrounded by some gangsters from Manoia. I heard I put it in a spot, yes, sir, she told me. My nigga bugging these niggas, why it's so lowly? I heard my know your niggas not friendly, like, no way. But we not friendly either, you know what? <laughs> yeah, thumbs up. Home seen more hoes in the golf course, hold on the trunk up. My bitch a tall, bloody hush, nigga, bronco. And if you catch us down bad, you're not gon' trunk up. You got a body, little nigga, we got a ton up. You got some robbing, little nigga, we got some bad months. I let that chopper come block a block again, bad son. You got no MJ niggas, I got no Jacksons. But really, what is it to do? With a whole world constantly hating on you. Pussy nigga, oh, they nuts masturbating on you. Meanwhile, the fucking federal baiting on you. Nigga, tell me what you do. Would you stand up or would you turn to a pussy nigga? Pussy. I got a hundred things to do. And I can stop rapping, but I can't stop stacking fucking figures. Fuckin figures. Yeah, I'm from that motherfucking no, you nigga. Birdman, I break a nigga nose, little nigga. You need to slow your fucking roll, little nigga. We created kids on shoulders, nigga. I'm a scary fucking sight, little nigga. We want a hundred mil on fights, little nigga. A hundred bands, show you right, little nigga. I keep some kids on my flights, little nigga. Birdman, will it be? Smoke some stuff. Of blunts, now my eyes Chinese. Honey K on private flights overseas. Chopper City, nigga, free BG. Bending with the doors all around, not a Jeep. Rich nigga, shit, smoke two pounds in a week. Can't find a bitch that don't know we them streets. We them streets. Bitches know that I am Birdman, that's OG. But really, what is it to do with a whole world constantly hating on you? Pussy nigga, oh, they nuts masturbating on you. Meanwhile, the fuck federal baiting on you. Nigga, tell me what you do. Would you stand up or would you turn to a pussy nigga? I got a hundred things to do. And I can stop rapping, but I can't stop stacking fucking figures. Source of information identified the transmission of photographs via cell phone. Fuck do that mean? Source of information. They saying somebody talking? Who the fuck even know? I wanna talk to the lawyer. And you caught a murder too? Say the same shit on yours, huh? From information received, investigation led to DNA analysis of the victim. I got you on DNA? Yeah, I expect. Information we see. More of that snitching shit. Sad. Where that information come from? Only these people know about the deed is us right here. Snoop, no. Shit. What about your young and Michael? Maybe it was him ran his mouth. Mm. 
You got picked up, right? I did that thing for him. Why are we talking about putting stuff in? You've been tested on the streets. Maybe you act different in them rooms downtown. Boy, you've been throwing up all kind of back talk about shit. Buck wild about this and that. Like what? Crying about how Junebug and his people got lit up. Crying about how Omar in the street running his mouth, calling for you to step too. Omar said what? Nothing. Omar tried calling you out by name, but shit. It wasn't nothing. What you say about me? Nothing, man. Just talking shit. Use my name. In the street? Talk, motherfucker. He just, you know, say that you need to step two in that. I don't know. He just running his mouth so. You call me a punk? It was bullshit, man. You ain't need that on your mind. What the fuck you know about what I need on my mind, motherfucker? My name was on the street? And we bounce from this shit here, I'm gonna go down in them corners, let them people know. Word did not get back to me. Let them know Marlo stepped to any motherfucker, Omar, Barksdale, whoever. My name is my name. Yeah. The world is yours. DJ World Premier, the boy Wonder. Young scoliosis in the building. <laughs> I got to give myself some new names. Young scoliosis. We, right here, we got Boo in the building, the stat god. What's the word, people? What's going on? We got Joseph McFly. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. It's an alien. I come in peace. I come with peace, fight. And I don't believe that this nigga came with peace or blessings, right? Like, None of that chill, shit. Chill, me. Christopher Columbus of lies. Oh, this is your family. We got blankets. Smallpox. Hey, nigga, it's a Snuggie. Uh, and everybody's favorite, Cheese. What's good? That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what the fuck I'm talking about, man. That might be the New Europe. It might just be like Cheese. Cheese. You might have to crank the Europe up, like. Just get that motherfucker too little. No, 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 no. <laughs> What's good with y'all? How y'all living? How was y'all weekends? It's all good, good man. All Fucking good. raining in uh, oh, seven good. cities. Hey, yeah. hey, I don't know if y'all watched this show called Handmaid's Tale. This show. Oh, Lord. Yeah. You watch it, Joe? I've seen it. I oh, think. my God. Hey, hey, I'm starting to tell everybody this shit. Blessed be the fruit, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Like some weird shit. <laughs> I, I gotta watch. I gotta watch this shit because I never heard Boo Wop get excited for anything that didn't involve like a triple double, right? Uh, beige fluorescent beige slander of <laughs> triple three. Yeah. Like, that nigga say, "Yo, you watch Handmaid's Tale? Yo, blessed be the fruit, my God." What platform? Anything thugging? Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's 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 dope, man. It's like on some like a. Uh, I call it soft slavery. Yeah, you, know, you ever heard of soft I porn? Soft slavery. Yeah, it's slavery. You ever heard of soft porn? They be making them bitches have babies. It's soft slavery, bro. Oh, they was doing that. To, they was doing that to, bro. Don't 
Listen, they yeah, just yeah, I, I know. They make they call it a ceremony. They have your ass like your husband give you. I call it the hip thrust. The husband give us the hip thruster. You know what I'm saying? He can't really enjoy this shit. He just he just gotta fuck you while your wife's sitting there. Yeah, like she's Hold sitting. On. It's, it's yeah. crazy, bro. It's crazy. You call it soft slavery, like soft so. Slavery? There's no whips, no chains. No, none soft of that. slavery. It's other shit. None of no, none of that this shit. shit sound like this. Shit sound like a job, man. It sounds like, like, like it's, it's not a job because it's like, of course, they done strip these women. Like the world is like basically at a, at a point right now, like ain't no babies being born. So yeah. like some powerful motherfuckers in the world gonna call themselves like you know what I'm saying like. We need to do some desperate. They, so they change America to some shit called Gilead. And basically the oh, powerful Gilead. men, the powerful men in America, uh, they call commanders or whatnot. Like ain't no real like it's biblical power man. structure, right? It's command, it's biblical. Exactly. Yeah. And the, and the handmaids are all the women who were fertile still, like prove that be able to have kids. Right. So so now they're, you know what I'm saying, gonna bless the population. Right. And then, like anybody else, like any other woman, either you, if if you had some skills, like you can cook, you'd be like a maid, like a butler, or some shit, like you, you cook for the house, right. or and you have a baby. Not the Marthas, though. Not the not the cooks. Like they all, oh, they don't like, have babies. No, they just cook and keep the house uh-huh. clean and shit. And then, then it's like some shit like called the colonies. It's, that's shit like prison. So that means if you old as hell and you can't have babies or you break a law, that's where you go to the colonies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And then like the only safe place in the world is like Canada. Like Canada a safe haven for America. Like if you make it to Canada, your ass safe. If you go to Mexico, your ass burn up because it's the Damn. same shit. They run Mexico. You feel me? So it's like, it's crazy. But like I say, it's soft slavery though. Like, because they... They taking your kids and they raping you. They want the women ain't really getting raped like necessarily. I, I take that back. I, I, they oh, are getting fucked. They getting raped. raped. They getting raped. <laughs> they getting raped. They gotta have yeah. babies for these dudes, and they telling them you but ain't got you no choice. You know what I mean when I say soft slavery? Because it was just like, like the wives. They they it's black it's black girls in captivity, yeah. right? Yeah. So. So if you have a mixed child, these wives want the baby. Like the wives is like that's yeah. all they live for on the show. The wives is the babies. That's all they want. Yeah. yeah. They don't care who gotta die. They kept a girl on life support because she was pregnant. They, left, they she brain dead. Yeah. Just it's so that I had the baby. baby. It's and something it, about the babies that that they infatuated with too. So that's what make it real sick. Because well. that was the that was the wives like any wife that bought into it. Was mm-hmm. a call like a gender traitor, right? Mm-hmm. Like you against women because you just because you can't have a child, you want this, like you want this shit to go on. And the men just doing it just to have power, of course, you know, just to be over shit. Right? They be like, looking so pitiful when they be <laughs> when they be fucking. Right. <laughs> you watch the shit, Jay? I seen it before, but you know, I got I can't watch all that weird shit all the time. I'm a weirdo, but I ain't weird like them. I mean, you can't pull. But you can't pull the grade A out if your wife's sitting on the bed, right? She about like, to get a show. Look, I'm about to give her that. Hey, girl. <laughs> We're going to have a happy baby. We're going to change the fate of the world. You see that, like, as you watch the show, you're going to see different wives do different shit because mm-hmm. they, they get desperate. And the husband been told her, like, look, this shit ain't working. Maybe I need to, you know what I'm saying, get a little bit more aggressive. And the wife will be, like, holding the woman down. Like, they ain't supposed to do that shit. Like, it's just supposed to be, like, some intimate, 
a job, like you said, it's supposed to be like. Don't they like candles or some dumb shit too? Yeah, they do a whole ritual and shit. But then, I mean, I gotta represent for the last name, dog. Like, I'm not finna be out here. We're gonna toot it up with that. And look, (laughs) like you gotta realize the women. Like, say your name. Say your name is whatever Fred, right? Like the 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 handmade name is of Fred. Like that's that whatever you whoever whatever family you work for you named of the of the mm-hmm. of the head command you named after him, like it's crazy, bro. Like the society is crazy. Them. Don't they buy them? They, they don't even buy, buy them. them. They borrow their ass. They borrow like them. like oh like if they, they be like they be like she was a right one. She gave us a baby right away. Like, like motherfuckers just pass them along. Yeah, they got a, a school for the handmaids, all type of shit, bro. Like it like. Like the women can't read in society. Like if you if you read, like the first offense is you lose a hand. They catch you reading like women. That's slavery. That's that ain't even I mean, soft for. That sounds like Except, present, present day. Yeah. Well, nah, nah, because it's if they call a lot black. of women can read today. It's like. It's crazy. We're not getting intoxicated. We're not about right to do that. Right. 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 <laughs> you gotta relax. Let me pull the do rag. Let me pull the cape out. Yeah, you gotta got some tension on your eyebrows or something. How many seasons they got? Because I'm a, I'm a binge watch. It's, it's four in, the, in the season five going to come out soon. Oh wow! Oh yeah, y'all niggas, y'all niggas late, man. Why y'all should have put been put me on? I just started it last week. My girl like watched that this. fucking weird shit. She, that shit weird. The shit caught me with the hip thrust. I'm like, who is this nigga hitting the hip thrust? Like he just serious <laughs> hip thrust. Serious <laughs> hip thrust. Like, <laughs> My oh, nigga, look, that's what I said. He was army doing it. Damn. Oh. He straight face, bro. No mouth open. No breathing for real. Just. It, 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 yeah, and look, that nigga, that nigga the wife woman, was definitely watching, bro. When the woman had a baby, the funniest shit is like, like the woman act the handmaid having a baby, but the wife act like she's really having a baby. She hollering and shit, like, oh, like bitch, you're not having no baby, not you baby. Like not they you, really baby. in thought of, the shit is crazy, bro. Like they, you should see the brainwashing going on in this show. God damn, it's an all man. I'm getting into it. I've just started watching the fucking the new HBO joint. The Wire uh, shit. Like, yeah, The Wire Part uh, 2. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Oh, snap. Uh, really, really good. Charlie Simon, David Simon, whatever his name is, same dude that did The Wire, wrote, directed The Wire, whatever. Uh, he basically did this. Uh, it's really, really good in Baltimore. It's basically The Wire Part 2. This actually you're gonna, though, you're gonna right? watch two episodes and you're gonna see oh they got Duquan from the wire in here. They oh, got shit. Donut Duke. from the wire. Ooh, Dookie. Oh, I like <laughs> and I ain't even recognize the nigga for like ten minutes. I was like, yo, who is this little nigga? And then I was just like, that nigga turned to the side, he did some old nervous, insecure twitch shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, that's Dookie, nigga. I know that nigga. Is he a crackhead up here? Nah, nah, nah. Okay, it's okay. it's low key like role reversal. The the show don't even have. I don't. I don't want to give it away, but the show ain't got too much street element in it. Oh, what the right. fuck do you mean? Not it's, right now. It's literally, it's literally about cops and 
Road cops. The city right? politicians. So what you mean it ain't no street element if it's about cops? It, I mean, we ain't wiring phones and following drug dealers all afternoon. Something to do <laughs> we, with we following cops, my nigga. Cops is on the street, <laughs> so it's got to show some type of activity. I mean, yeah, but it ain't you're not you're there's no yeah. criminal or right. there's no street street level criminal that's a main focal point of the of the show. Right. The cops maybe cops, the maybe cops, good cops, dirty cops and and, and they city make an officials. arrest and you seeing people plant shit on people and shit like that? Are you seeing that? Uh I don't want to give it away, but yeah, you seeing shit. Okay like then. That. So there's or stealing money or stealing yeah. money. This is based off a true story that happened in Baltimore. Yeah, um, like it happened like twenty seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. But they had been, they been had, they had been like watching this motherfucker for a minute now, though. Like he had been, you know, of course, how they they claim they do with these dirty cops. They've been building a case against them or whatnot. But that's what they do on everybody. They wait till you pretty much give them enough evidence, and then they fuck you with everything you give them. Ooh, you boys can fucking pot. I fuck. What did I do to be this lucky? Like, I woke up this morning. Like, I was still bald. I still can't dance. Damn. <laughs> but you three but you three motherfuckers can pod your ass off. Well, yeah. They, they, they build a case on you, and they hang around long enough to build a case. And one thing that's similar in this show to real life Black people like to play like we're super disciplined and stringent <laughs> when it comes down to this street code shit. Right. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all today on the pod. The world is yours. We not. We not. It's 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 all an act. It's all for TV. It's all for the rap songs. It's all for shock value. Yeah, it's all for shock value. Like when your white friends come around and they see you talking in code on the phone, like yo, it's had a real fifteen second conversation. Be like, oh, what happened? Oh, I'm about to make a play, and the white people go crazy. Oh my gosh, he's about to make a play. A fucking drug dealer. <laughs> That's a fucking real life drug dealer. I fucking watch Tony Soprano operate with fucking damn near diplomatic immunity <laughs> for eight years, nine years, six, six and a half seasons on HBO, and I loved it. That nigga never got the Rico. Even in the last episode, it took like Meadows fucking brother-in-law, soon-to-be brother-in-law, to fucking snitch for the fucking dad to get caught and it took a it took a whole lot of dominoes to fall to get Tony close to a Rico. And he avoided a Rico. Like every time he got mentioned, I hope it's not the fucking Rico. Carmela Call call the lawyer. Get the fucking gobble <laughs> That's the motherfucking Italians though, period. Or they live by that type of, you know, especially the mob back in the day, they like just didn't La, move like that. La Costa Nostra. Man. Why can't we be that disciplined? Like, they've been on a rapper. Young Thug got arrested yesterday. Uh, 
who, who's the other rapper that got arrested? Gunna. 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 Yeah. Young Thug and Gunna were arrested. The whole YSL. <laughs> the whole YSL. Like, everybody. They, nigga, they arrested the weed man. The man whose job was to carry the weed in the backpack. And to make sure that there was always a blunt rolled in the cipher. Like, that guy got arrested. Yeah. In the midst of all of this, under racketeering, Rico, attempted murder from 2014. That's a little weird. Uh, because I thought 2014, wasn't that when Living living My Lifestyle was out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a horrible. Like. Just live this lifestyle. In the beginning, baby. <laughs> Y'all niggas too. Hey, that just mean I've been watching that man since 2014, man. Like, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. These motherfuckers don't learn, man. <sighs> over over 20 people, over 20 people arrested. A lot of years on the table. He gotta be a snitch, dog. Cause look, this nigga got multiple videos with weapons in it, in weird enclosed areas, and he has so many other videos that could have just been like, "There we go, get his ass." And if I'm not mistaken, like they got him up on charges of um, conspiring to put a hit out on fellow rapper. YFN Lucci, if y'all know who that is. Mm-hmm. Lucci, my nigga. Luciani. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> shit, he spit when he rap like that. He is. I don't fuck with Lucci. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't listen to him. That sounds like inspirational bars, though. I might take it home and pay a bill. That sounds inspirational to me. You got to relax. So Dizzle is trying to get caught up on racketeering as well, only within, within the confines of his marriage. <laughs> it's, and that was a joke. That was a joke. The fact that I got to announce the jokes is bad because... Like I just say the wild shit and y'all niggas just laugh and then like keep going. Like, no, like point out that that's a joke. Dizzle's funny. Like, do he that. It's funny, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all comedy contains truth. Rico. Like I said. So young thug, Jeffrey. <laughs> yes. The dress could not save him. Not at all, man. No. You heard the so bars he, where he said he wore the dress because it was a stick in the dress, man. Pause. Yeah, pause. There's a stick in the dress. Talking about a gun. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't. Why I said right. You got it, Jeff. You got it, Jeff. Why didn't he say it's sticks? In the, you know what I mean? Like, I, well, that would have been weird because now <laughs> sticks, like, sticks are like in the dress implies that there's a wood and then there's another stick in the dress. I mean, but imagine how dangerous he could be portrayed if exactly. people thought he had like multiples, you know, multiple, multiple sticks in his multiple, dress, multiple guns, you know. 
Like if you pluralize it, nobody's gonna ask if that's like pluralize. You know what I think about like when you're playing a video game and your character's just pulling guns out of nowhere as you <laughs> shuffle, <laughs> shuffle through your weapons. Like is he doing that? I got a I got a bazooka. A grenade. <laughs> this nigga got a grenade out of nowhere. Where the fuck you pulled a grenade from? <laughs> and guess one is which. <laughs> <laughs> You got a proximity mind. You got a fucking proximity mind. Have you seen the greatness that's Judge Dredd? Yeah. You gotta keep more than one. This nigga funny. Judge Dredd had one gun. Facts. And he switched to multiple. (laughs) (laughs) How many does this motherfucker have under this katana? He had a Swiss army gun. (laughs) (laughs) So what do y'all... So they talking about using their lyrics. I hate that. That's a thing. Fair or foul? Man, it's fair, man. You you can't have it both ways. You cannot have it both ways. So if I get on the track track and I say, I murder multiple niggas. My brother over there with the bald head is a grave digger. You should be able to use that in court. If it's fucking true, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. Yeah. These these motherfuckers are actually like. So Jay got to go to jail because he buried the niggas? Because I bury niggas. (laughs) If I bury niggas, if they they find some type of evidence that I'm digging graves and putting people in. I swear, they go to Jay crib under the bed. It's some dirt and a shovel. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But right now, if we stick it to the topic, they only have the lyrics. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's what they're saying. They probably not gonna give us everything, like because they not gonna they gonna give them to them right at court. Like they know enough that they got a Rico case against them. They got gonna play out. It's gonna play out. Yeah, how that shit gonna play out is gonna play out. Because guess what? It's too many of these motherfuckers. Somebody finna snitch. Watch for sure. Hopefully everybody's solid and they don't have shit on them. Man, they about to get the whole rap game. You know, little baby in them next. If it was only four people involved, I would still think somebody snitched. Well, I don't <laughs> put my faith in someone named Sergio people? Giovanni Kitchens. That's with, gonna with thirty <laughs> with thirty motherfuckers involved. Somebody snitching, man. Somebody, somebody's telling, man. And it's just that's just what it is. Somebody that already kind of snitched. And Takashi kind of made snitching okay. a little more acceptable in the rap game. Niggas ain't gonna snitch, man. He didn't make that shit acceptable. Don't put yeah, that in the world. Yeah, no, he did. don't put that yeah, into the world. I ain't gonna say he made it acceptable for the rap game. He can't bro. even come outside. <laughs> he can't do nothing. He, he is outside. He's doing interviews. He's doing podcasts. He slowed down. He slowed down maybe thirty percent as much as how he used to be out in these streets. But he's 50. still out, and he is a big target but yes. yet he walks around safely he does not walk around walk safely, around safely, safely. He, he is in a fucking bubble shoulder. with the yeah. nigga i believe i'm sorry he he got he found some goons that didn't care that he read it and they he, were on camera saying this is our first time guarding a rat what happened was this nigga he really doesn't care he doesn't have much fear he aligned with the Bloods. The, them niggas basically extorted him. He snitched. Well, and, so then, and then one of the fucking top Bloods, <laughs> WAC 100, basically is doing the same thing, but saw a money opportunity. 
But I'm saying though, like either he either like he say them niggas did that, but like I don't know, man. Like a lot of that shit just That's I, really what I, it was. Oh, how I look at it though, like I still I don't know. Like I don't know if they, they kidnapped him and all that shit like he say. It's on camera. It's on video. Yeah, I don't know, man. I didn't seen a lot of niggas get kidnapped. He ain't look like he was really no nigga that got kidnapped. They ran up on this nigga, put him in the car, and then as the audio continues, they say he staged it though. That's what them niggas say. Just to, just it's, to set very, them up. it's very, very convenient that the snap look fake to me. This, snap all of this happened to him, mm-hmm. but the cops had to come get him. He didn't go to the cops. Right. Hey, yo, I just want to tell y'all these people kidnapped me and did all this stuff to me. Nah, nah, nah. The cops came to me with charges and played who's who's more important, you or the guy behind the scenes who's also taking your money, who also did this to you. Right. Just give up your man. So you think he's an informant? Or you, do you I think they got him to rat? I definitely think they got him a rat. I don't think it was hard either. It wasn't hard at all. I think he's a civilian with fucking street war paint doing his best. He's a creative player, but a rapper version of that. You understand I, what I'm saying? I agree. I agree 100%. Thanks. Now, as somebody whose lyrics or podcast content has been held against him in the court of public opinion. Oh. I'll say I don't like this <laughs> because there have been times, and I don't lie on the mic, but there have been times where I might have put some sauce on some shit. I might have threw a little bit of extra A1 on the story because it's content. Or I might have been talking about some shit that happened 20 years ago. Right. And that shit was held against me in the court of law. Rico. This is the same thing. I don't think that we should. I don't think that they should be allowed to use lyrics. But if your lyrics are too precise, Mitch caught a body about a week ago. All Forty Eight Street. You can't even three or four. Like like if you <laughs> if you giving up that much of a GPS of where we can just go look at paperwork. Oh yeah, I do got a suspect named Mitch in a shooting on 48th Street around 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking about this guy? Like, I think some of the shit you just did it to yourself. You can't even understand most most of his fucking lyrics, bro. I know. We just we just replayed lifestyle. Nobody appreciated it. I'm going fishing with these little bitty shrimp dips. <laughs> what are you talking about? shrimp dips? No, no. Shrimp dip? Cocktail sauce? You're oh. going fishing with some cocktail sauce? Is that a good bait? Oh, my, my whole thing is, it's, it's like, it ain't right, right? It don't matter if it's right. You should just know they do it. Yeah. Right? You should know they do this. They use whatever they can against you and bring you down with that shit. That shit is like the equivalency of letting someone work the entire day and then firing them. For them to let that nigga fucking <laughs> be famous, get rich since 2015, and then you say, you know what? Yeah, that's the end of that shit right there. Get him. <laughs> it's fucked up. As somebody who's fired somebody at 5 o'clock, 
Oh. Oh, that's fucked up. You one of them dudes. You really do work for the white man. Bro, they they want you to they want you to fire them early and pay them for the whole day. I ain't with that shit, bro. Man. Like I wasn't getting much work out of you. Hence the reason why you're about to get fired. Let me recoup as much of this for y'all as I can. <laughs> like I'm not finna pay the nigga for the whole eight and we fired the nigga before lunchtime. Absolutely right. not. Nah. Fam Ron, we got a meeting at four thirty. You get off at five. <laughs> the thirty minute meeting? Nah, it's gonna be a brief meeting. Okay, but okay. I'm not finna pay you for the whole eight hours. I'm not finna meet with you at nine o'clock, cut you loose, and then pay you the five like you was here working. But they didn't work, so you know that's it. Don't count. You don't get paid. Nah, that they rule is you get paid for the whole day when you get fired. So I fire you at the end of the day. Well, most just, jobs ain't like that. They just Dizzle not like that. That's what he's telling us. Like uh, Dizzle said, nah, nah, just, just trying not to my, believe it. Boy. In my thumb rule, he's trying <laughs> <he's, he's laughs> to get the eight out. I need to get something out of you. Like, like, <laughs> like break like, up sex. This one had a bitch cooking a good bad meal. Buy me some shoes so I can walk out your life. <laughs> Why the fuck is that a thing, man? I don't know. <laughs> I walk out your life without shoes, my nigga. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> Moonwalk and Gucci socks. <laughs> I'm like, keeping the book with you. Those are some of the dumbest things I've ever right. heard. I've, I've missed out on a lot of good gifts because somebody's grandma told them that shit. She said, never buy a man's shoes to walk out of your life with the same <laughs> shoes. Yo, this is a grandma. He'll take a picture of the next bitch he want to be with. Uh, <laughs> nigga said never. The way that nigga do his grandma when he say never is funny. <laughs> Black folk superstitions is nasty. Bruh. Never buy a man some shoes. He'll walk out of your life. Yo, give me my fly. What y'all grandma, what y'all grandmas told y'all? Oh. Never eat that girl spaghetti. Yeah, that shit is got. And I still don't know why. Like they never tell yeah, yeah. you why they put they, they put, put their blood in it, and you oh, stuck. You God. can't leave. Voodoo. Voodoo. Oh my god! So it's like, so I don't get it. I ain't gonna even want to get it. They put Grandma's was you. the first. Grandma's was the first earthy chicks. Like the chicks today that's here. Yeah. Your, your grandma was the first earthy chick. Nigga, don't talk about my girl. <laughs> Listen, cheese and cheese and Jose. Both of y'all names is in the Bible. I know. Page twenty three. We already did it on the pod before. Y'all grandma was an earthy chick too. She was hey, recharging the stones with the moonlight and shit. Yeah, and that niggas. That nigga just told us our grandma was the first Jace to say Grand Rising King. <laughs> she started the first toxic relationship. <laughs> she wrote a postcard and sent it to your grandfather when he was in Vietnam War, Grand Rising King. You're telling me my grandmother was the first like Erica Badu? You telling her? That's exactly what he said, man. Go, I bet you if you go look in your backpack, your little cartoon backpack look in your kids backpacks I guarantee you it's a little rock in there mm-hmm. it's one of them return home safe stones 
<laughs> protect you from bad energy. Why do you think your grandma told you to take your shoes off before you come in the house? Look, is it super? Oh don't man, don't bring the outside demons in the house. So don't sit, is on, it, don't sit in the bed with your outside clothes on. Is it <laughs> is it to turn on everything off when it's raining outside? Is that is that one of them? It's, one hundred percent. Your grandma told oh, you to shit. <laughs> Look, sitting listening to raindrops on the roof. Grandma had the house pitch black when right. it was raining. Hey, that shit make you poetic. Look, me, me and Jay, me and Jose, me and Jose got into an argument about superstition, right? And yes, I, talk and about I it. gotta yeah. ask the world is yours members. Go of the ahead, world is yours go listeners. ahead. How did this come so up? So look. Because we're talking about our grandmothers being the first <laughs> woman to say Grand Rising. <laughs> so look, blessings, King. <laughs> so look, so listen, Friday the 13th, guys. Friday the 13th, right? My take on Friday the 13th, let me be clear, and I'm going to let Jose speak for himself. My take on Friday the 13th is that each month that Friday just so happens to fall on the 13th, is not as impactful as Friday the 13th in October. And I say that because, you know, of course, everything that surrounds itself around Halloween. And and my argument is that Friday the 13th that may fall on or in November is not as spooky as Friday the 13th in October due to Halloween. My question to you guys is, is Friday the 13th Every month? Is it every Friday the 13th that just so happens to fall on the 13th if it's Friday? Or is it just an October thing? Or is it just impactful in October? I never leave the house on Friday the 13th anymore. Any month? Any month. I'm that scarred. So you're superstitious to that point to where you feel like every Friday the 13th is just fucking bad. No, no. I'm not. I'm not superstitious. I'm scarred. Mm. Mm. What about? I got childhood trauma. <laughs> I'm scarred. That's tough. Um, like Omar scarred. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Not. Not. Not Omar. That's. That's. that's <laughs> me. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jesus. Hold on. I think somebody touched his butt. <laughs> yep. Never chose Boutros. Never, yeah. never, never talk to a man scared of the 13th to get his ass. To- <laughs> I'm Andy Wagstaff, Scott. You know what I'm saying? You gonna look out for me, Carver? <laughs> what you think, Boo? Uh, is it is it just October? Or you feel like every Friday the 13th? Is I, I would just- say October because like. Like, I'm just not like super big on that one personally. Like, right, it, right. It, it's a, it's around though, and you know, like my mom would definitely talk about it. But it's got to be kind of like I guess that October one. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. But, uh, I but just my mom will probably do it every month though. I ain't gonna front you. I just don't feel like November's Friday the 13th. Like, am I scared of the turkey? Oh no, the turkey's gotta get me on Friday the 13th. Like, oh, see, my my take on it. Let me. Right, my take on it is just. It's a superstition. Like if you step on the crack, you break your mama's back. You can't do that no day of the week. If you're superstitious to that, Facts. you can't split the pole no day of the week. How many of y'all split the pole? Hey, you just took. The, that's what I was gonna say. Like y'all got the mama the that my mama is like 
like we can be walking somewhere and I, if I go, you know what I'm saying, when I was a little boy, she used to be like, follow me. But let me now as a grown man, like she scares the fuck out of me. She creep Snatch up like, like, like mama. She like, don't spit the pole, baby. Like, yeah. damn, you still on that? Snatch your ass. <laughs> and there's deeper, people are uproot, uh, rooted in deeper superstition than that. So could you imagine, like, I mean, somebody, people really do guard themselves on Friday the 13th. It's not so much as a Halloween thing, but it's it's a it's a regular thing that happens. People experience bad luck on this day. It's been known for years. Thirteen is an unlucky number. That's all I was saying. But that was a, that was a crazy conversation we had. Well, it's fuck twelve, so thirteen's pretty good. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we even closed out the last topic. Got through this topic. Hey, Friday thirteenth is this week. I'm not leaving the house. I just put in for time off on Friday, and I work from home. And I'm still like, you know what? I don't want none of this bad luck to hit hit my work computer this week. I'm off, my nigga. I got a good got question. A good so do so we do we graduate from superstition to just wisdom? Because now it's just more so like I'm not really nervous about you know. Okay, it's the 13th. Weird shit's gonna happen. Or oh, I saw a black cat. It's just more so like last time I fucked with you, my nigga. Got arrested, so I'm not hanging <laughs> with you no more. Like I'm not superstitious; I'm just more wise. Something's got to happen, or else it's just superstition, right? Like the girl got to buy you a pair of all white <laughs> Nikes, and then you actually walk out of her life that in day. those all white Nikes. Not that day, but maybe gotta like be that later. day, man. Nah, gotta maybe be like that maybe day. like a week or two later, because you know you gotta get a fresh cut too. You can't just have fresh kicks on. You gotta get a fresh cut. You gotta be fresh, yeah. I got a ball head all the time. So look, y'all niggas don't have no hair. And he was talking about fresh cows. I was about to say that. Do you niggas create your own superstitions? Uh, like, fuck, every time I get an ice cream cone, I drop it. Like, nah, shit like that. Y'all don't create your own shit? I got, like, uh, I don't know. I think it's more like you you, you become, like, you, you do habit-based shit, right? Like you know For sure. Like, like, that's the only thing I would say. Like, I don't have no superstition thing where I'm, like, I got to have it this way or I can't have it at all. Like, right. It, it ain't really that for me. Because at that point with the habit, it becomes fucking OCD. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do shit without it. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, so. OCD so. is just gentrified superstitions, bro. Like, OCD is just the gentrified superstition. <laughs> we talking about that. I got to test my nose three times before Gentrified I superstition has got to be the funniest shit I've Touching your nose three times before you open the door, that's That's called autism, bro. Like, that's 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 not. You cannot say that. I can't. We get canceled. We not getting no fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thought I'd get y'all canceled, right? Some of the shit you say is just out there. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Tell him, Boo Wop. No, I was scared Boo Wop was going to get us canceled. Oh, blame it on Boo Wop, the stat guy. It's, it's me, huh? It's <laughs> not just stats with you. <laughs> it's not just stats with him. Well, you right. You know you're what right. he say? Boo Wop be like, Boo feels Boo Wop. How he gonna get us canceled? It's your ass. You know what? Hey, the world is He's the host. He's the producer. Fuck, I host. We we just we just participate. I don't know what he talking about. 
Nah. <laughs> he trying to he trying to get us hit with the Rico. Just wait, just wait. Tell on yourself. I see one of you niggas to get ear three times before you open the door. Oh shit! Gentrified. What's wrong with him, man? And then he said, "That's some autistic shit." To touch your nose three times. Oh, but don't take these lyrics to court. I meant artistic. I meant artistic. He's a Picasso. He's a painter. I love it. Picasso, I like it. I love it, man. Oh my Speaking God. of art, man. Speaking of Picasso, what's up with that Kendrick Lamar, man? Oh man. And I want you to want me to. That shit flame, man. You know what I mean? Just a, a generational talent. Heart part five. I wasn't expecting the fucking face shift. Man. I thought he was doing some like what's that joint called? Where they be doing the color show. I thought he was just doing a color show. That's pretty much what that what I saw, just with the red. Oh, you talking about like the um, like when they do basically like the acapella version of their song or a live no, no, version you, of their joint? You know the color show when they, they uh, I, that's where I first saw Jacob Banks. Oh but yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A, it's a background, and then you just got on one color, and they just they check you, you know, with one of your songs. It's like a little live concert, but they make a video. Of you. It's on YouTube. But uh, that's what it looked like at first, and then he got dang, then his face starts shifting, and he start talking about OJ and got dang, Flame. Will Smith. And how then, many how many times did y'all listen? Did you listen? I listened like four times. Yeah, I went about four. I listened to it. I've been listening to my car every day at least three times just to get the lyrics. Yeah, man. I Somebody feel- gotta hate. Like this, this isn't this kind of plug. I don't man. think that's one of the ones. I don't think that's one of those. Ones. Yeah, because that's another dance track had to hurt. So this put literally on. put me on some hype <laughs> beast type shit, and it was just like J Cole. Who? Yeah, yeah. When I heard that, Jane, I was like, oh man, I'm turning into one of them dudes. I, I heard this take from Trick Daddy, where he says like the rap game has become too easy, because like. Every four months, like this dude's taking over, this dude running it, and it's just like it's way too easy. It shouldn't be that easy for just niggas to take turns running it. He was like, he wanted to get back to where it was just like niggas, just certain niggas was just untouchable at the time. He is Kendrick is <laughs> untouchable, motherfucker. He leaves he room though. I think his absence leaves too much room. Kendrick, Kendrick, uh, you know, he's a. Uh, He's a timeless artist, in my opinion, though. Like, Facts. Know, like, mm-hmm. he, he, he really, he really, like, the, the gaps to me is perfect. He don't oversaturate himself. Like, when you truly Facts. get a, a piece of him, it's just like, you know, whoa, pause. Get a, <laughs> Got when, you get a, when you get a Kendrick album, though, like, you know, it's, it's truly appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really is. Yeah. I don't, well, I do think the absence kind of makes them, it's a chink in the armor, right? It's because it's a hit because he doesn't have like regular absence. Like I get it. Today's artists, whether it's R&B or rappers, today's artists aren't like 90s artists or excuse me, they're more like 90s artists than ever because they do their project, they do their press six weeks 
three weeks before the album, three weeks after, and then they do some tours, but you never really see them. Like, today's artists are more like that. That's the space they operate in. You know, as soon as social media came out, you had artists on on the web every day. Like, whoever fucking knew Fabulous was funny until you caught him on Twitter. Right. Whoever knew that fucking all these artists was doing weird shit until you caught him on Instagram or whatever, whatever. (laughs) But artists like Kendrick, like, he dropped his last project, what, four years ago? It's 2017, like, five. Damn, five five years years ago, he dropped the last joint. That's a huge gap. He did a couple tours. He did a couple of concert appearances, a couple features, literally, like, a handful of features. But you haven't seen him since Damn. Right. Like, since since he shot the last video with him and Rihanna, you ain't seen him. Fire. But he was on, like, the Grammys and shit like that. So what, what he does hit with, he can leave you with that for that long. And then when you see him again, it's like, fucking thank God. Like, it's it's really, it, he the shit that he leaves you with is so much substance. I mean, he won a Pulitzer Prize. The work's got to be a certain level for you to do that. His inspiration go back, comes from the sky, my nigga. You go back, you go back and you look at your favorite artists. Tell me if Hove could have disappeared completely for four or five years. No. And then pop up and still be not just relevant, but back chart then it was different. Like trend trend setting. He's a he's a he's a trend of the day, trend of the week. His video came out. Five point three million impressions. It's, that it's, still was different. There was no social media when Hove was dropping. Right. That, that I was gonna say that and too. Th- you know what I'm saying? So it's just like when when Hove dropped, no matter when he dropped, it was a surprise for us because we couldn't follow him. We saw the diaries later on, but we we weren't able to log into his Instagram and say, "Oh yeah, Hove working on a new album." You see, he diligent in the studio. Him and Guru. Him and this one. Oh, he over there with Swiss Beats. We didn't get to see that. Still can't see that shit. Still can't Still see can't. that shit. Yeah. Even so, after social media came out, Hove mm. wasn't on it. Hove yeah. is on Twitter. It's what? S underscore C. Mm. And, right. and he never tweets. And when he does tweet, it ain't getting 5.3 million impressions. Right. You see more pictures. Like he said, if it wasn't for these pictures, you wouldn't see, you me wouldn't at see me at all. You see more pictures of him now, but. I want to know what the fuck that nigga doing. (laughs) (laughs) So back then, when we was waiting on the Dynasty, that shit kind of hit you like a sledgehammer. That shit shocked you when you, you know, college dropout finally dropped. It it shocked you when you heard fucking Once Again It's On, State Property Volume 2 and shit like that. So we didn't get that opportunity to be able to to, to track this shit like this. And then now, even somebody like Kendrick, you don't get to track him like that. And that's that's what makes him so impactful. And that's exactly. what allows the shit to fucking resonate with you for so long. He Five seemed, years ain't bad for art like that. He keep his mystique. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like think- in the era where everybody gives you like in the era where where, where people want to be all up in your business. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And where it's your recreational to, to let your skeletons out of the closet, yeah. like Drake said. He still he still keeps some uh, you know, some privacy and some distance between mm-hmm. them. 
He don't cross them lines. I think what a nigga look like in a bulletproof Range Rover. I think he still <laughs> feels, as opposed to a lot of our favorite people they've lost touch with, mm. really feeling something. Like, I think he still feels what's real. Yeah. Like Him a and J. Cole. J. Cole the same yeah. way. But it's just like that pain ain't there. Like, when I heard this ain't that pain mm. is there, that feeling, that hunger. And then, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't going to say that it ain't there with J. Cole, but J. Cole still. And then he bite a chip. <laughs> J. Cole still, you know, braggadocious. Yeah, he, he talk a little. He talk, he, he talk different in a sense, but it's yeah. just more so like he just, like, J. It's always something catchy about it. Like, he just do it to show motherfuckers. Like, yeah, y'all think I can't spit like that. Right. That catchy ass shit that y'all Because he want. go for the goat. You know yeah. He go for that goat shit. Yeah, you know, like all I'm saying is that both them dudes give me that vibe where Facts. it's deeper than rap for them. Like Facts. it's not about the clout, none of that shit. It's it's about the art and about the message they trying to come off, you know what I'm saying, with. I live for that music that transcends beyond the trend. The club. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> The club, that shit, no matter, it can still hit the club though. It's like when some real shit happens or a worldwide event happens, and it's just like, I gotta stop focusing on this bullshit, and this is what counts. Like that's what I felt like when th- this video came on. I was like, damn, fuck all of that, that thug and all of them other niggas, the babies, and all like this is the shit that counts. <laughs> Listen to this, watch this. It captured me all the way around. What I saw, what I heard, what I felt. I gotta replay it. <laughs> I gotta talk I like about the, it. Boy, I'm sorry. I like the joint. I like the joint. Well, I think his track record says says everything I need to know. I don't think he can flop, but I do love the creativity because it's never just you never just get like a regular ass album. Like right. two out of three of his studio joints is concept albums, and by concept album, I mean it's a theme. An ongoing theme throughout the entire album. It feels like every song is piecing this together. Good Kid, Mad City was a movie, bro. Yeah, it was an audio version of a movie. Even the skits went along with everything, and they flowed into the next joint. The next joint. Good Kid, Mad City is one of those joints where I can't even put on just one track and go on about my business if I can't play it from start to finish. I, I I probably won't even play the album for real. Right. Or or if it comes up in my playlist, one song comes up in my playlist, I'm stopping the playlist and I'm pulling the whole album up. Same thing with Pimp a Butterfly. You don't fuck with Damn like that? Damn hard too. Damn is hard as No, I love Damn. Damn was great. Just out um, of the yeah, those are your favorites out of those. But it but it wasn't a it wasn't a concept. Right. Like Damn was more of a I want to say an introspective album, but I guess that's like the best way to to vocalize it. Right. There's a lot of struggles, a lot of like, hey, this is who I am. These these are my people type shit. And then boom, it was bars. It was like bars, no fucking hook. Like I listened to it and I was like, damn, these niggas, he can do whatever he wants at this point. Did you know, damn, you could play it backwards and it plays the album? Right. Concept. Still plays, yeah. It still plays it with if you spin it backwards. Mm. What? 
Yeah, bro, you didn't know that. Okay. Dig <laughs> so, this. You know how that you know how little Nikki they did Chicago? If you play Kendrick's damn album, if you spin it backwards, it plays the album. It plays it right back to you. The same thing he just did. Oh, I got so the there you go. I'm just like the last bars. Just after we get done. Yeah. But it's like, uh, to sort of speak to Pimp a Butterfly, because it meets at both ends. Right. Is that not some wild shit? It matches. To Pimp a Butterfly. Damn. Speaking of that, right? Just revolutionized on the pod. It did. So look, do y'all think the world is yours? What y'all, what y'all think this nigga gonna do? Y'all think he gonna fucking is he retiring? Last album on TDE? Like, what do you fucking think is next? I know there's no way to tell, but it's just like y'all think he gonna disappear for another five years or what the fuck? Uh, I, I don't think that. I think I think I think he might. You know, low key drop more frequently but not you know like you know what i'm saying because i guess he want to do his own thing truly his own thing he didn't seem confined though like you know what i'm saying what does that even look like i don't know what he looked like either though like honestly because you're right like it doesn't seem like he was a, a slave there like or like truly like it seemed like he did pretty much what he wanted to right yeah i just don't know like i don't know what's the story for him honestly is it more I, of a business move where it's like, all right, nigga, I did what I did for you. Are you going to give me my master's and then everything I do from here on out, I own it? It's tough to say, man. Right. It really is. I With like- what he's brought to the label, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut Go you ahead, off. you got it, you got it. What he's brought to the label, and I don't know what kind of deal he got, whether he got master's, whether he got fucking percentage points. But I think that's the only smart deal. It's it's got to be I own everything moving right. forward for me, and I got to be now me and Top Dog are partners. Mm-hmm. But as <clears throat> as the owner of the label, do you give one artist this much privilege and not expect the rest of your artists to kind of right. run wild or leave you? Right, that's tough. It's tough that to say. But I don't think you're gonna find another Kendrick Lamar. So that one nigga, they got another nigga that be rapping his ass off. Dog. I don't think you have to even really worry about that though. Like truly, like of course, all these artists are gonna eventually express express their freedoms and they they whatever they gonna want to do whatever. That's cool, but it's just like, like I think you gonna you you got to give him some cool points because he ain't fight or nothing. Like he just let that shit kind of happen. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. A lot of you got a lot of these these guys. What's his name? Punch, right? Yeah, could have you know would have been like you know oh, I'm suing you or blah 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 X Y and Z. It was kind of like you know peace. If you with people that's eating, you know what I'm saying. If everybody's eating and you all eating well, it's no reason for you to. And then there's trust, there's communication. I could tell there's you you know what I'm saying. When you see something like when you see what Kendrick Lamar got going on. You can kind of see that there's a there's a, a good bit of trust there. I mean, if you listen to the story of how he ended up with Top Dog, you know, and how his dad knows him and shit like that, so it, it worked out. So now you are you more so than you're not just amongst the 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 wolves for real, but you you with family, so to speak. You in the pack, right? So these people are looking out for each other because not only do I want to see myself make it, but I want to see my people. 
make it as well. So you got with somebody that had understanding and that sees how that see how this could work for everybody. Right. I can't wait. I can't wait till Friday. Another great reason why I'm off work. Cause the album comes out, I get to write I get to write some fucking long blog about how it's a classic sixteen minutes after it comes out. I love it when people do that. Oh my god, it's a classic album. Like, this shit be out for thirteen minutes. The super fans. He got this that. Is the greatest first three songs I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he got that jump where you already think it's a classic before it come out, man. Because this song. That's I the difference like between that. him and Cole, though. He got that. Like, you just excited for Cole. You never just be like, this shit going to be a classic. You know Cole got <laughs> that potential, though. But, you know what I'm saying? You don't You don't just deem it like. Seeing some the shit. difference between those two is. When I play a Kendrick album and the single comes on, with the exception of one, which one? I've always been able to listen to it. The Mr. one, um, Mr. No, no, no. I like that joint. That, joint, uh, that joint was always on time. It always blended. Right. Um, what you got? What's the joint off of "To Pimp a Butterfly"? Uh, the joint where he drunk. I forget the name of it. Is that the one you're talking about? No, no, no. Maybe it's the one off Dan where he talks about cellulite, natural girls, show you, show you, whatever song. No, that that's on Pimp a Butterfly. Butterfly. Yeah. You're not talking about if these walls could talk. No, 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 no. Uh, What's that? Damn, you're going to make me pull up the track list and I don't want to. Don't do it. We'll figure it out. I didn't say damn. I be said, humble. Damn it. Yeah, be humble. Whatever, you don't whatever like I'm not I do like it, but I thought it as a single was like the most single that I've ever heard him create. Right. That was like the biggest version of a single I've ever heard him create. Yeah, but then when I play the album, it just it don't it don't vibe for me. It was shock value, it was going that big Sean. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say it was a diss record. It was like his form of takeover. Yeah. I'm gonna shoot at you as soon as my album drops. That's what Jay does. Jay Are they gonna fight though? No, I squashed it. it. That shit was some yeah. old shit doing on yeah. on their behalf. I don't know the ins and outs, but it was some he say she say, and the shit was like they never like got together in the middle of all of the heated battle between them two, Big Sean and Kendrick. And K Dot just took full advantage of the blurred line between whether or not it was real or fake. West Coast go all in. <laughs> they, give you, they give you the green light if a nigga look at your shoelaces wrong. That was some hush shit, though. West Coast give you the green light. Exhibit went at Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Dupree. They never talked. They was, like, around each other. And then they finally, like, it turned into something for nothing. Mm-hmm. Rat beef, you know. But that nigga Kendrick was saying a lot of shit. Like, nigga, you got to check in for you <laughs> Through to LA, like that's some scary shit when you're affiliated with Bloods, man. <laughs> like, no, you gotta check in coming to the West Coast. Now I'm gonna keep it a buck, and I'm not gonna shit on Big uh, Big Sean, but I'm gonna shit on him. What are you saying right now? I'm not gonna shit on him, but I'm gonna shit on him. <clears throat> Too much fruit. Isn't that punching down? 
What you mean? Isn't that punch? Isn't that punching down? For Kendrick, yeah. I mean, for a lot of artists. Oh, oh damn. Okay, we I can't have that convo. No, okay. no, let's do it. No, I mean, <laughs> and I felt this way before Kanye went on Drink Champs. It's yeah. Big Sean kind of. It's kind of fabby. If you understand what I mean, like Big Sean. Yeah, don't can, disrespect Fab. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say Fab is something different. <laughs> don't nah, disrespect okay, so, so sport. I never would disrespect Fab. Jay, you know how I fuck with yeah, Fab. Yeah, I know how you. I know you fuck with but Fab. You right. look like Fab. I don't look like Fab, but in the same. Hello. hello? In the same. Hello? <laughs> in the same. <laughs> in the same light as like Big Sean can rap bar after bar, but he's more of a he. He caters to the chicks. Fat. <laughs> I'm not comparing it to like he's in the same weight class. Right, right. Yeah, I know. He's That's not crazy. in the same weight class at all. Not at all as Fab. But not like, but look, okay, fat. so like there was once upon a time when two chains was supposed to go up against Fab. Two chains says, Don't put me against Fab. That nigga's a, a girl rapper. Mm. Two chains said this. The same Fab nigga that hits, I bought a bass. I got a taste. I like a way she danced. <laughs> said that Fab was a girl rapper. <laughs> he says a lot of stuff about women. <laughs> bought her a ring. It was for her pinky. Oh. So, <laughs> you know the, the change, when the when the bar whack, you notice know how the rapper goes. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. So, <laughs> the wackest bars are always surrounded by ad libs. <laughs> by, <laughs> by the hypest of ad libs, except for DMX. His ad libs was literally like <laughs> his inner demons fighting to come out. Like for listen, sure. listen <laughs> to DMX like the intro <laughs> on uh, "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot." It's a whole lot of uh, uh, like in the background of him rapping. Like, God damn! Like this nigga's fighting demons for real. But look, but no. Uh, you think Big Sean, Big Sean is a? He's he in no class. Is, he's a he's a grown up version of Bow Wow. Oh my Have god! Have we not been introduced to Bow Wow as a child? You gotta relax. Had we not been introduced to Bow Wow as a child, and he just popped up at twenty? I want to talk. Kind of witty can make can make studio songs. No and radio records. You gotta relax. It's Big Sean. You gotta relax, bro. You gotta slow down. Big Sean got yeah. bars, bro. He has he tremendous bars, bars and yeah, the nigga is man. dope. The, the nigga is dope. It's you a, gotta it's relax. Tough business, like it's a you tough just business. realize you downgraded the Fab compliment I gave the nigga. He's not on Fab's level. However, like I said, if if that's the case, then Bow Wow is just Fab. Relax. Exactly. Is it jiggy Bow- rapping? Bow Wow's an idol. That nigga listen to Lil Bow Wow. You just don't know how you move so fast. That's what I'm saying. That's why that shit is bad. I don't don't know that. I don't know his records. I just know the impact. Big Sean is not Bow Wow, bro. That's that's blasphemous. Big Sean's not Fab neither. Big Sean is not Fab. Big Sean is definitely uh, Fab of this era, though. Like that's what I'm saying. He gives Fab. He is. He can't say that because his mixtapes is trash. Like even Fab mixtape. Fab couldn't put out a good album, but he put out great mixtapes for the streets. I I can't say that about Big Sean. 
Big Sean puts out great mixtapes and Big Sean puts out solid albums. The thing about I was telling talking to Jay about this, and I'm I'm gonna step away from I'm gonna step away from Big Sean for a second. He's gonna sit right there. I was telling Jay, like, I've never felt like Fab is too safe. Like Fab kills shit. Fab colors in the lines, though. I've never heard a song that said this nigga fucking spaz. Like Jay would Jay brought up the song Six Minutes of Death with Cassidy Fab and Wayne. Oh my god. Both of you niggas have bad taste in music. You gotta relax. Yeah. I, I pride myself <laughs> on my taste in music. You put that on one of your mixtape, by the way. Exactly. I listen to all your fucking mixtapes. <laughs> no. Yeah, not not that record. No. Six ahead, minutes that you heard this But anyway, I've you try to bring me down with you. That's cool. I've never I've never I've never heard a diesel mixtape without six minutes of death on it. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I don't know. I never heard. I never heard something that Fab did and felt like that nigga say just about anything. He fucking spazzes. I've heard plenty. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm putting the battery in my back, man. I need it. I've heard. I've heard a bunch of shit where I've been like, this nigga's too fucking nice. But I've never heard some shit like, oh my god. Just like the same shit we was talking about with Kendrick. Like, Kendrick has that ability that when you hear certain shit or see certain shit, it's like, whatever the fuck he's gonna drop is gonna be a classic. As opposed to a J. Cole, where it's just like, that shit gonna be fire. That's how I feel about Fab and what he does. It's like, oh, it's typical Fab, but he'll never do anything above that or more than that. I only seen him go, like, really hard to me, like, on, like, what that shit was Breathe. That's my favorite Fab song. That nigga... That nigga body shit. You gotta relax. He got yeah. more than breathe. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm talking about like, like go like on a different type of like a song you wouldn't expect from Fab. That's not a fabulous type song because he ain't never made another song like that to me. He got a bunch of songs, like like go, breathe. Put, put the battery. The battery's there, DJ. What's going on? The <laughs> no, battery. The battery. Not, no, 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 battery. No. <laughs> go to battery. <laughs> I'm letting you niggas cook. Hey, look. Tune in. Tune in Friday. Friday evening. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Friday read? the 13th. Uh-huh. Uh, Freddy versus Jason. Oh my God. Freestyle Friday's back. Go DJ. I'm going to drop I'm going to drop a fab tape for the non-believers out okay. here. I cannot believe I'm on a podcast with a bunch of niggas that don't understand the great work. Mm. The niggas nice. Are you going to sport? I, love I, love that you no, I, I leave that up to a spouse, bro. I'm not spelling his name. Pause for asking me. Fabuloso. And cheese and cheese. Pause for for you spelling it. Fabuloso, Mister Clean. Fab nice though. Like you just, I mean, I don't know. That nigga nice as fuck. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just looking at him amongst his contemporaries when he came out. I don't think he was truly ever like, you know, like top three ever. You ever heard bite, uh, boo Bitch, I'm trying to eat, bite. Fab shit. It's all right. I'm going to play a whole mixtape of Fab shit. boo going to be like, I never heard any of those songs. Yeah, I don't think he heard none of the mixtapes. Probably ain't. Probably have I just thought I'm he might have heard the bite you. joint. That's a joint I'm, he probably could have heard. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, I got on the mixtape circuit once Wayne started coming. Word. Have you Wayne. heard it? Soul Tape Fab. 
That's a different fab right there. I know it. I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. I'm surprised yeah, they use right the God voice for that. He whispered that <laughs> shit right there. Because I thought I thought y'all was aware of this when y'all I am. said I am. when y'all said he was up there with Sean. He's not. I'm 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 not okay, saying that. But like I, we can't even compare. And when I said that, y'all looked at me crazy. Like, nah, man. I'm saying the silhouette. The same fitted hat. It's just the different color. Like y'all gave me all no, y'all no. put the capes out. Fab silhouette is much of a giant, but in that footprint that Fab leaves behind, there's room for people like Big Sean to be a ladies' man, but I can rap really good. Right, that's all, that's I'm, all saying. I'm saying. That's Me exactly too. all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. He is nowhere near Fab. I know what Fab can do. Just like, <laughs> like, like he's like, like Big Sean is not on the guy on the J Cole's and the in the Kendrick Lamar's level. Neither was Fab no. on the Jay Z level or the Eminem level no, at that not. time. He was not on them levels. No, like, he, he definitely was chasing it. He was he was tugging at their coattails, just like you know Big Sean is. Big Sean is a great lyricist. For like sure, Fab is a great lyricist. Like that's like them. Neither one of them are great. Like what you call song makers, though. Like hit makers, they don't really do the hits and shit like I that. I want to ask mm. DJ this shit right here. So, if, so where do you put Wale in a Fab? Let me hear that shit from you. Where do I put Wale and Fab? Or? As far as who's better lyricist, I know they make different content. I know that, but when Wale is in that bag and Fab is in that bag, who do you got coming out with the other's head in his hand and his sword full of blood? Sword full of blood. Wale wins. Wale wins the battle. Gosh, and that's because, and that's because, gosh, even though Fab can hold his own, gosh, a lot of his shit is supported. A lot of his shit is supported by great production. Oh or, and in conjunction with great production, it's great collabs. Oh God! And everybody owes Fab a favor. So because look, Fab has blew your track up. Yeah. Fab made your single hot. He does. Fab made your radio joint hotter than it was supposed to be. It so does. you owe him a favor time. for life. Every I think time. he's had a little mo on every fucking album. Why? Because he did Superman. They make that. magic. They make magic though. But look, I ain't gonna say that. But Superwoman, they flame. Hey man, hey. It was was a good record. Is you caping for Fab or is you not caping for Fab? What the fuck is going on right now? I am, but you brought up Wale, so that that's a different. I know, but you said super caping for Wale because Fab coming out with he coming out with Wale leg. <laughs> Traded all, both of them, the original so look, and the remake. Are you telling me? I think Fab needs better production. If you ask me, I don't think his beats hide his bar. I think his bars are way better than a lot of the shit, like the shit, um, the funeral Fab joints. Uh, he he was dropping the mixtapes. He dropped twice, two of them. That joint, body, body, body. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't really like those mixtapes too tough. <laughs> when you go back and look, they didn't age well anyway. Uh, a lot of the times, like I said, what he says is dope, but it's like this shit is corny. Like the the, the Fab, Fab is a punchline rapper for sure. His punchlines are only going to be as good as the beat. No, 
when he was in when he was in the height of his mixtape days, I would say him and Lloyd Banks were like toe to toe with it. Mm. Who you got there? You got Banks or you got Fab coming out? Banks ain't got enough hits. I'm just talking about as far as skill set. We know if we talking skill range, range Banks. I'm I'm actually gonna give it a tie. I'm gonna go Fab. I'm gonna give it a tie, and that's because I've heard some of Fab's concept records, and I've heard I've heard of a wide variety of Fab's records, and it didn't feel like he was trying too hard. It felt natural. It felt like, hey, this is a hit. I almost walked away from some of those records saying, "How come y'all do this shit more?" Right. But I feel like. I don't know. I just feel like Fab could say. I don't know. Banks is crazy though. I think yeah. lyrics wise though, like that's what I'm Fab, talking about. Like Fab is just a, a lyricist though. Like when I think of a, a, a lyricist, like I think it'd be slicker with Fab. You know what I'm saying? If you put them motherfuckers in the dungeon, it's like y'all motherfuckers can't come out until y'all got y'all best shit. You nah, know, what Lloyd I'm Banks. Banks you gotta is listen nasty. to the. Uh, you I gotta listen. listen to the failures. No option. F and O mixtape from on, Banks. Uh, he's got a couple joints with uh, drama. For sure, Banks got Banks got some heat out there. I like post G Unit Banks better than I like G Unit Banks. Mm. I fuck with it though. This little Wop was not in the greens. He likes you. Was, <laughs> I'm in Roman. You eating Roman noodles? <laughs> Banks, was, Banks was nice. Banks, Banks is Banks nice as fuck. Nice. Banks is nice. Yeah, Banks, Banks is, is nice. nice. Now that's somebody I heard and felt like this nigga spaz. Yes, look, Banks. Is Banks Fab is on steroids? When yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a perfect. That is a perfect description, yo. That is, that's what that is. Banks spazzes on track. He does. Fab don't spaz. He just that nigga nice as fuck, and he coloring the line. Do your research. He sneakers. You gotta do your research. You gotta do your research. And you gotta do. Your, I'm gonna put you all on. Please. It's three different eras of Fab. There's <laughs> Freestyle Friday Fab. Okay. And that goes back you to... You better have some shit, too, nigga. I need to hear it. I get hype. Because <laughs> he talking all of this. You get world premiere, yeah. It's Freestyle Friday Fab. Mm-hmm. It's Soul Tape Fab. I love it. We need a Soul Tape album. He'll never give it to you. I know. I just watched the shit on um, YouTube where um, Joe Button was talking about why that. Well, he didn't go into detail or anything, but he was just like, that nigga ain't going to drop nothing. He chilling. Yeah, he's not doing a soul tape. I wish he would do a soul tape album because it would prove everybody wrong. But I think it's too much pressure because. How great the soul tape is? Out of the three soul tapes, two and a half of them, you can't skip. You can't skip one track on the drum. Hell, no, I love it. Somebody tricked me the other day and said this shit was on Apple Music. I was like, they fucking can't play. Yo, I heard that boo wop relax. <laughs> What'd he say? <laughs> on the little joint. On the joint. <laughs> y'all y'all want to be Philly niggas that so bad. It. Like, y'all want to be Philly guys so oh. bad. That's that. Hey. You, I see the Embiid in you. Are you from Philly? No, I'm not. Absolutely not. So why the fuck you think you could just say it did? He just jawing all over the place. <laughs> John is John. 
Like, Dawn from girlfriends. Gonna be like, yeah, yeah. I, I was born in Philly, you know. Just lived my first seven years. Then, I came out of my dad's John <laughs> into my mom's John. Absolutely not. It's a dirty city. I only visit. <sighs> the cheat. The cheesesteak's overrated. Cheesesteak's overrated. Damn, you go to Charlie's and NBA. All the all the spots, all the spots in Philly where they tell you to go, like hey, go to Maxi's, all the shit that you see commercialized, it's whack. Just, now, that's what I did here. They say you gotta go to like the hood spots, like that don't nobody talk about, you know. And that's everywhere in the world. I disagree to a certain extent sometimes. You don't you get the best food in the fucking hole in the walls. The best clubs is the hole in the walls. Mm. Like every every place you go to, the, so you find some mice turds in your shit. Mice turds. Boo up, is made a very valid point. I've never had mice turds in any of that, my whole. That'd be the sand though. Like I, I, you just wouldn't know. I promise you, you wouldn't know. Like you know how little fucking mice turds are. Like you're not gonna know. You like, thought it was pepper. Like for real. Like when you go yeah. to an upscale restaurant and you order duck and you be like, I could have just got the chops from Mama Chan's. Like, yeah, I hear you. I I'm just saying, like the that, duck was fifty three dollars. The wall shit is is cool till it ain't cool. Like that's all Facts. it's cool till it ain't cool. Till you see them people like damn, they they done got shut down, they huh? Humbuggish. Not for no health. They got a C minus from the health inspector. It's like yo, all the flies. What's the A look like? No, you start asking yourself what the A look like. Like maybe the C minus is acceptable. Right. You see the shit they take points off. Oh shit, niggas, niggas, water didn't even get hot. With the water didn't get hot, how they clean the dishes? Facts. Facts. You watch this go water. Niggas had the little dirt. Piled up in the corners of the kitchen. Y'all ain't never stopped washing dishes by hand before the water got hot. Excuse me? This nigga's privileged. (laughs) Y'all ain't never cut the faucet on and just began to wash them bitches and then let the water get hot as you washing. <laughs> Y'all wanted them to fill up the whole sink with water and wash the dishes, ass nigga. One of them things to make sure the water warm. But I used yeah. to be that way before. I like, like you know what I'm saying. Like you can't so you, wash, you can't think you're cleaning dishes with cool water. Like <laughs> you just can't. So y'all it's telling like, me that it's I'm incapable of washing a plate if the water is not capable of it. I'm just telling you that. If I'm a, a motherfucking person that's coming to your restaurant and you wash your dishes with cool water, I'm not gonna be a fan of that. Like, that's, <laughs> like I'm not, not gonna be a fan of that. Niggas like, waiting for the water to get hot and didn't and washed. Washing no, dishes, the not. water should be hot anyway, because you you know it barely gets sudsy when you got the cold water. I'm saying, nigga, I'm. I, I was glad we got a science major in here somewhere. Like somebody had to say it, like. You don't wash your ass with cold water. Sure Why don't. Why you going to wash your dishes with cold water? I'm saying that's not the aim. The aim is to wash it with hot, but you've never just, all right, I'm going to just start washing till this joint heat up. It don't take a, take yeah. too long for it to heat up. It didn't take too long. Because I'm not in the business of doing things twice. I'm efficient. That nigga's efficient. Efficiency <laughs> is mostly... <laughs> 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 efficient. 
I am efficient, bro. And maybe that's my Asperger's. Maybe that's my fucking uh, artisticness. Oh, fucking Asperger's. No. I said artisticness. What's going on, bro? <laughs> Leave the puzzle people alone. Artesian. I'm artesian. Oh, joking them even more. No, I said artesian. <laughs> the soda? <laughs> Y'all gonna get us canceled. Demonetize the counts. <laughs> Speak. <laughs> can't even. Exactly. Can't even breathe. Can't even can't do even. it. He tried to spin it, but that uh, shit stopped. <laughs> oh, man. That was somebody telling me, like, you know you did wrong. You did wrong? Don't stop you know fucking with right? the artist like that. Like, the counselor oh did nothing to you. Oh, my God. Further. I I said artist. Let's go. Are we going? What are we doing? <laughs> we on future. Okay. We on future because we talking about artists. Artists, exactly. For the eighth time. Toxic future God. Debuted. The Toxic God. <laughs> debuted at number one. He is, man. Now, I'm lost because I didn't, number one, I didn't know the nigga had eight albums out. Oh, but, yeah. Um, I knew he put out two, like, within a month. Because he had he has some old contract foolishness with another nigga on his back. Yeah. Uh, but to, for this to be number eight, that's a big deal. That's dope. Future is this era's T Pain on steroids. I'm just saying. Like T Pain had a, a nice run. Then Future showed up and just doubled that run. I don't know. T Pain was was in the making the right for Michael Jackson. Who? Future Michael Jackson. He was in the what? In the making of writing songs for Michael Jackson. Okay. Future's not there. Because he don't make that type of music. Michael we Jackson. Call him Future Vandross. Right. Like, he don't make that type of music. Like T Pain, you know, I guess if you want to say he's a little bit more talented, I guess. I, I'm, I'm I think they're two different people. I get what you're saying, though. Future dope. Dope as fuck. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm just talking yeah. about. I'm talking about far as the run. contributions. Got you. Know you. Yeah, like, yeah. Future just got double the hits that T-Pain got. Like, right. T-Pain got some hits, though. Like, you know what I'm T-Pain, saying? T-Pain, like, yeah. He got some bangers. But I'm just saying, Future just lasted longer. You know, Jay-Z <laughs> kind of ended T-Pain with the whole. He w- did. That dumb shit. You know, T Pain got a lot of corny shit though. <laughs> he got a bunch of corny shit. I think he kind of do it to his. If the if he had a if like all of his shits was goddamn buy you a drink and bartender and shit like that, but like he got a lot of goddamn. She got a big booty in a red dress. Oh yeah, and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> turn it. But that was a feature you paid. You paid for the T Pain. Who am I to not give you the T pain you paid for? For sure. He definitely is the EDM guy. <laughs> that nigga said, I can put you in a log cabin in Wisconsin. Somewhere in Wisconsin. I like it. Girl, it ain't nothing to the pain. That nigga can show you what's happening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's game right there. He spit that game to her. Ain't nothing wrong nah, with not that. Not about the cape for the corny T Pain. 
Tom Hardy, top five villain, Bane. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I just bought a Venom shirt the other day. That's a dope ass shirt, too, by the way. 
Uh, I think it's Bane. Oh, well, first, Thanos is, Thanos is Thanos is one. He let his joke. He let him. Thanos is Jack one Nich- because Jack Thanos Nicholas wasn't wrong. Jack Nicholas Joker doesn't even rank. What the fuck? Yeah, I can't get DJ. it. <laughs> Blow it out your ass. Not tough. This is y'all being in love with nostalgia, bro. That was a great introduction, but I thought the nigga that played Joker for Adam West Batman was way better than. Oh my God. I'm going to push you. I'm going to push your old ass down some steps, and then I'm going to throw your walker at you. What the fuck are you talking about, Adam West's Joker? Just go watch the movie with. With the, the original Batman movie with Adam West and he had a Robin, they was on the submarine and shit. Yeah, there was pals and all that shit. But Thanos, Thanos number one. Oh my god! Uh, it's because you have his chin. Thanos chin. I like Thanos. I, like I fell in love with Thanos when I watched Thanos. Thing a lot. And he was right, bro. Like, like that's what you mean. He was right. Hold the fuck up. What you mean? He's so we're going to get into it? Let him cook. Let him cook it. He's going to cook. Let him cook. What you mean he was right? <laughs> he's going to kill us all. So and did y'all see Doctor Strange before I get in? Like, I'm going to get happy. The new Doctor Strange? Yeah. Nice. The that. new Doctor Strange already came out? Yes. I, I, oh. I, I was supposed to go see it, but nah, and Y'all niggas be wanting to pod with the pod father, and y'all niggas didn't even see Doctor Strange. You know, yeah, I forgot. You the Marvel Madness King, though, so we got to... You watch all that shit. What your your yeah. answer your answer predicated off of us watching that movie though? No, no, no. I just I want to really talk my shit like long term talk my shit, but I can't <laughs> <laughs> like like how he impacted the universe forever. But if we just going off of it, so Thanos was out here <laughs> thriving, thriving, living. He saw he what happened to his planet. planet. Got overpopulated. Got over- Niggas, Niggas took over, over, ain't have enough food to feed people. So my man said, you know what? You know what can fix this? Not doubling supplies, doubling rations, doubling food, doubling the planet size so we can have more clean utilities and shit. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, that's that's too easy. I gotta kill half of everything. I got to kill half of everything because nobody's going to have enough to live off of. So he set out on a mission to get the gems, the stones, to kill half of everything, bro. And in the comic book, he was doing that to impress a girl, which is super fire. Tell me you ain't never did no crazy shit to impress a girl. He's trying to impress the god of death, Hella. Thor's sister. He trying to make her think he the shit. He's like, oh, you can kill people? Bet money. Watch me. I'm I'm going to snap my thumb and kill half the universe. Put you out of a job, bitch. Now you got to be a housewife. Fuck that bitch, man. She sound like Jada Pinkett. Hell yeah, one. so you saying Thanos is will. <laughs> and half the population yeah, is Chris Rock. Is Thanos. that what you're doing? Oh, there go Richard. Richard. <laughs> King, King Richard. <laughs> wow. nah, but, 
what Thanos, uh-huh. what Thanos is willing to do, what Thanos is willing to do, uh-huh. because it's genocide. It's a hundred percent genocide. A million but what percent. he was, what he was willing to do for that, the sacrifice he made, and the dope. And I always talk about how the villains get the greatest dialogue because mm-hmm. the heroes just show up, and it's like when they say they say one line, <laughs> "Avengers assemble," and everybody goes fucking crazy. That was nobody a dope went scene, crazy. Tell the I truth. Mean, it was a it was a dope scene, but listen to the speech that Thanos gave before that nigga said that. That nigga said, "Yo, I'm inevitable. Right. It's always going to be a nigga out here like me trying to kill niggas like you. That's a Thanks. part of the game. Yeah, you take me out the game, you take the heart out the game, and I killed some of you niggas, and that's where I fucked up because I should have killed all of you niggas." Because the ones that's alive can't live with the loss from the motherfuckers that I took out. Right. I can't just kill you. I got to kill your whole family. I got to kill the idea of you. Perfect. Facts. And, wow. and then, boom, I'm inevitable. And it took these niggas ganging up on him, 37 on one, no gauntlet, still holding his own. That last fight scene was like an hour long. He was holding his own with no gauntlet. For all the niggas that said he only beat Hulk because he had the gauntlet, he went hand-in-hand with Thor, Cap, and Iron Man. And they all had their shits. They suits and shit. And he ain't have one stone. He went hand-in-hand with the big uh, helicopter propeller. But that motherfucker still, though, like, Come on, man. Like, they kill half the population. Like, I ain't gonna lie. My favorite, my favorite line when they asked them, what did it cost them? Everything. Everything. It cost me everything. <laughs> like, real shit, though. Like, like yeah. the man had to kill his daughter, the only person he loved, to get what he wanted. That's a, that's, that's a top-ranking villain. Like, Bane... Bane was a hitman. He was a he was a mercenary. mercenary. He was a mercenary. Uh-huh. He was working for old girl. He was working for Raj Al Ghul's daughter. When I talk and about Raj Ghul, kicked him out the, the gap. Like the the acting of Bane. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what I'm more so on the lines of. Like it was a perfect character played by Tom Hardy. I'm gonna break you. Just like I think. Uh, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan when he played uh what's his name? Killmonger. Killmonger. That was a great villain. You know he's I mean? he's in my top five. Yeah. So it's more the but acting for me. He was he was kinda like Bane without uh, I mean he was kinda like Thanos without without the gauntlet. Oh yeah. This Shaw King went hand in hand with, with black with nigga cat. <laughs> Took nigga cat out. Nigga cat. Yeah, that's Black Panther, bro. Thought he was dead. We don't don't respect Black Panther around here. I don't have nothing to say about that. I see y'all do. Okay, okay, y'all. You know what I'm saying? To be perfectly honest, I'm more of a Batman person. I've come to know that. I like DC movies. I don't like Justice League, but I also don't focus on the Marvel movies like a lot of other people. I give them a chance. But I'm an X-Men first class kind of guy. And then it kind of, you know, stops. Fucking nerds piss me <laughs> off so bad. 
Oh shit. <laughs> Oh shit, she's too cool to no, watch fantasy fucking, movies. Yeah, yeah, he fucking loves Thor and Thanos. I love Thor. Thor himself to Thanos regularly. I love Thanos and I love Thor. He says his chin is Thanos, which is a chin, lie. Man, I don't have a Thanos chin. You don't understand my household. <laughs> so you wouldn't understand the Thanos chin. Son, Pranos. Yeah. Tell my son all the time. Look at my chin. I got a chin like Thanos. And he'd be like, no, you don't. And we fuss over who has the chin like Thanos. You got to relax. Y'all don't watch it. Y'all don't have real movies. It's fucking James Bond. Talk about James Bond. Or something. I'm watching fucking Blade. I want to make the first black Bond or some shit. Oh, man. It was one in the movie. A black Bond? Yeah. Oh, y'all ain't watched the new, the last joint? Tell me more. The girl? Tell me more. I don't want it yeah, to be a chick. No, I don't care. It's a girl. It's oh, a girl. In the famous it's words of Kevin Samuels, that's why women can't run anything. Because of shit like this. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, man. That's wild. The My gold. man's gone, bro. My man. And you was really about to tell me I was going to get us canceled. The can you say R.I.P. Kevin Samuels? Yes, we can. No, please. R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. Uh, not, not that weird shit that all these other people are doing. Here's here's the thing, bro. We going here? Takashi 6 9 is still walking around. Mm-hmm. Zimmerman, George Zimmerman is still walking around Earth. Signing Skittles and shit. Trump. Damn, I want Resold the gun. Like, this nigga's thriving on Earth. You want to do what? It's like, it's it's bad people on the planet. Mm. Terrible people. You gonna let a nigga that you voluntarily watched because he had 1.4 million followers. And I'm confident that if I just say 33% 33% of his followers hated him. They watched him intentionally. Right? Facts. This man passed away, whether you agree with him or not. Why jump on the internet to kill him? You know what I'm saying? Like, why jump on the internet to kill him? After the you agree? Yeah. And, and the same people was probably killing him when he was alive. And he, look, Every point he made wasn't the most poignant thing ever. I think he, I think the last month or two of his life, he said some wild shit that I don't even think he believed. Nah, man. He was just speaking from a perspective that the women that he was talking to could not relate. And he didn't fill in the blanks purposely because it got him views. Right. That's all it was. He was he was talking to he was talking to average women, and then like basically most women want a baller, and it's just like, well, look, you know, um, how much money do you make, make young lady? And they don't make fucking upwards to thirty to forty thousand dollars. And then he'll ask them shit like, well, what's your height? The average woman is five four. If you are below average of that height and you are above a hundred pounds. Then you're, you're you're overweight for your height. What's your dress size? Long story short, literally, like if you if you're not on the level of rating yourself at a nine or a ten, which would be Beyonce, Carrie Hilson. If if Beyonce is a ten, Kelly Rowland's a nine. If you can't walk into a room where there's a millionaire, balling ass dude in there, and he looks at you instead of Beyonce, 
then you don't fall in the category to get that fucking man. You get the average guy that makes $41,501 a year. He gives. But most they get on there and their whole objective was to just debunk him, tear him down, and make him look stupid. When, but when men, sh- men can't do that. Men can't do what? Men can't do exactly what he did. They can. It's, it's true. And it's probably true. It's, like it's, everything he said was based off of statistics, facts, and it don't just, matter. It, don't it matter. does. That's, you got to stay out of women's business. That's willful ignorance. And and, no. and it wasn't about staying out that's, of women's business. That's women. They tuned women in. Taking, women telling women tell us every day black men do not have a space to, to voice your opinions on if what? your opinions are against black women black but women it, tell us every day it wasn't against black like okay so like that's yeah, what it I'm was saying. the level you not which, good enough he told a woman that was over 35 she was leftovers bro because because okay like he's he's saying it because he had he that's how he gets his ratings but <laughs> and she definitely was leftover. She had mad kids. Yes, she was. Factually she was one hundred percent leftover. Exactly. Factually, but a man speaking, can't deliver that message. He can. It's it's never going to be received well. That's, that's to the his whole message. Sex. You cannot take away my masculinity. You cannot stop me from being a man. This is me being a man freely. Me being able to voice my opinion, like like he said, I am the consumer in this instance to choose you. You don't get to decide whether you're this or that. So in the world of whether you are uh, eight, nine, or ten, or or below, you're not the one that's choosing that. The man is. And if you're running around here with four or five kids, and you're 35 years old, and you're overweight for your height, you don't get to choose that man that makes upward to six figures to nine figures. That's just facts. <laughs> that is just facts. Not really. Right message. Right message. Wrong messenger. <laughs> if, Oprah, if Oprah Winfrey went out there and talked that shit, she doesn't sell that. She gives you false hope. That's a no, whole no, different no. story. Oh, Oprah Winfrey's on that, you know, empowerment shit. You and don't need no man. Exactly. You see, I you see, I ain't married to Stebbin, right? So now, okay, yeah. so keep it there. Right? I got more money than him. I'm protecting my bag. If it if it takes up to three uh six figures to take care of one kid statistically speaking and you oh, got damn. three of them this is stat you can look this shit up if it takes Fuck up the with kid. the six figures from from zero to 18 six figures and you got three of them and you only make you make below thirty thousand you're not even making twenty dollars an hour as a as a female what he was preaching or what he was trying to get to the women was you need a man you need another income coming in. Then he would ask a simple question like this: What portion of the, what percentage of the bills are you willing to carry on your own? And a woman would say twenty percent. So with stats and the percentile that you give, <laughs> with, with, with the percentage you gave, you don't want your money to make a real impact on much of anything for real for real you want it to be so that if you stop working it didn't it doesn't stop anything and it's just like right and it's just like so let's do your your fucking um what did he call it your sexual market value <laughs> and that's when he asks you what's your dress size uh how tall are you 
how many kids do you have? You're not getting a dude that's making a million dollars. You're getting a dude that makes 40 grand at best. That's not a bad dude. That's a decent guy. That's a decent income. Just be realistic with yourself is all the nigga was saying. R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. They didn't have to kill that man. That message ain't trying to be heard, though, like, period. On no level from a man or a woman. Like, you got women that'll be... I I haven't seen, like, females, like, say that shit, like... It's, it's not enough women willing to be submissive. Like, that's all he based his message is. Like, women aren't submissive enough. Period. Like, that's his, that's essentially the, what his whole, his, his, his essence of his message is. Like, the, he preyed on submissive. women that didn't understand that he was talking about millionaires. Realistically speaking, he didn't explain this part, but like, there are men who make, who don't have to be nine figure men that are probably making 80 grand and like they, they don't mind blowing a hundred, nine hundred dollars on you. And he'll take you with your three kids. Cause he doesn't give a fuck. But, but, but there's also just telling women stop to be, stop being unrealistic. And, and too, that's all he's saying. He said that shit about dudes. That. He tell men that like men be unrealistic. You know what Facts. I'm saying? You, you, you think you can, you deserve or you want a high maintenance woman exactly. in the relationship you with a high maintenance shit. woman. And then she's, you know what I'm saying? So you don't want you don't want no high maintenance woman. COVID. It wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. just I agree with everything that he said. I just don't think I think a reason why he got so much hate is because he was saying it. You can't tell you can't tell women shit about women. You can, bro. They you just can't. I've I've literally seen comments where a man has told a woman she wasn't twerking good or she said that she can only ride for, she was she was uh acting like she was riding and the nigga said bet you can't ride like that and what she say why don't you do it then oh you you the dick ride police huh you the like women just can't take fucking they can't take criticism they can't take the truth you can't burst the motherfucker bubble that's not ready for that shit to be burst and the way the internet works, you get to see so many people in the facade. She got a BBL, and then she met some guy who takes her on trips, and that's all you see on her Instagram feed. So women think that shit is attainable. What they don't know is she went on two trips this year. She took 600 pictures, and she drops three pictures a week for the rest of the year and she at the crib in Ohio somewhere eating Cincinnati chili miserable as fuck exactly can barely pay for her massages but it's not a man's job to tell women that because the first thing they're going to do is say oh so you a bad bitch now that's what what they did to him so you gay don't want want you because you gay he was like yo I ain't gay I deal with women. I've been married, and they did their googles on them, and yeah, a couple sweet. The gay bitches. shit just became the first line of defense, but then it just turned into, well, since you know what it takes to be a bad bitch, Kevin Samuels, why don't you tell us what we need to do more? Right. And it's just that's 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 the problem with today's era. Like, you you can't be too real because then you gay. Too real, you gay. You know what I mean? Like, oh, because I don't have a problem with nothing he really said. Like, I don't either. One, if you if you stupid enough to you know what he about, 
And right. the girls be dumb. Like, they be really up there. Like, you know, he preyed on the fact that he was talking to ignorant females. Exactly. That's and that's all he did. your fault. That's not his fault. Yeah, exactly. Y'all want to come on his shit and say stupid shit. Dumb. Well, I got three different baby daddies. Why exactly. don't no man really want... Did you hear yourself? Who wants you? And then he looks at you and he asks you to rate yourself. What do you rate yourself? One to ten. Can't pick seven. Ten. Ten. I mean, uh... On, on some good days, you know, I, exactly. I, I like that. Oh, then, then you got some that be truthful. Like I'm a six. Like you know, I know and I could. That's do not it, bad. He would say a six is cute. He'll all be like, he is, you just gotta find you a six. All he's saying is that you get the average man. Stop sitting up here thinking you're gonna get Jay Z. Jay Z's not even looking at you at a six because Beyonce's in the room. It's like, then it's like to me, he. he <laughs> These people know these things. To me, like you set yourself up and then want to be like, want the public to come save you. He don't have to talk to her like that. It's somebody out there for everybody. Well, clearly it is. But why is she asking Kevin Samuels to tell her what's wrong with her? Exactly. Like, he finna tell you, like, in a generalized, you know, situation. Exactly. Like, what it is. It's just, yeah, it's just not realistic. I don't think, I don't think a lot of the people that went up there was realistic. I've seen thirty thousand dollar a year income mm-hmm. women who work at Walmart talking about a, a young man who made a hundred and twenty thousand a year didn't make enough for her. I've also seen women shun nine to five men on that show oh yeah i can't have a nine to five man because when i when i want to go somewhere i just want to go somewhere and if you got a job you can't just pick up and leave like that well i'm sorry section eight sally (laughs) i'm sorry first you wanted me to be a boss now i'm a boss and i'm working 60 70 hour weeks and now i can't get chose because i can't just pick up and go to jamaica my rent's not forty five dollars. Right. I'm sorry, uh, Future brought this out, and all of us. This thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Flavor no. of Future. You want back? Though. The power went out for a second. It's just facts. AKA, man. I went to sleep on the pod. <laughs> no, 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 boys. No, just My joking, power I just, just went out. Yeah, the wind <laughs> crazy. But man, yeah, it's it's just a tough dating pool right now for women. And men, because I think a lot of men are unrealistic too, to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? And then you got a lot of women that's unrealistic. Like, and then everybody done been hurt. So, like, you know what I'm saying? At this stage in their careers, like, unless you fucking 19, 20 years old, where you ain't really been through shit with a, with a, uh, you know what I'm saying, a significant partner, but like, if you, they've been through the ringer. Oh yeah, you got some you got some walls up. And everybody walls is different from others. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the reality. Yeah, some people got bow and arrow people sitting on their walls ready to pluck motherfuckers off and shit. Got a moat with fucking gators in that shit around their wall. You gotta be careful. But you don't wanna offend it's it's like I'm tiptoeing, I don't wanna offend, and I'm not trying to bump into your wall at all. But at the same time, it's just like when you're trying to be true to somebody and you really do fall for somebody because you can you can peep those genuine sides. It's it's hard to break down those walls. So when is it that you trust again? Oh, man.
No doubt, though, man. It's, it's. I, I just, I'm I, all I'm gonna say. I'm glad I got me somebody because it's it's really scary out here, though. Like on some realistic. He was chair dancing. What we, what we doing? Just playoffs, and that's it. That's it. We got to do another opposite day episode because y'all. I think all of y'all could be me for a pod. Like, I definitely want to be you for a pod. I wanted to be Shaq <laughs> for the playoffs. I ain't going to lie to you. I wanted to talk like Shaq. Talk like Shaq. Because <laughs> sometimes Charles Charles never had a ring. I got a ring. Antetokounmpo won't be the strongest man in the line. It's not a good Shaq right now. I'm it's not, not a good Shaq right Shaq. now. I don't want to do that Shaq. <laughs> Shaq is making my back itch. This is the part I can't reach. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, the one thing I do like about Shaq is when KD came at Chuck, Shaq was like, it's not right. <laughs> it's not right. I'm not going to do that to my brother, Chuck. Yeah, I tell you, you don't have a ring all the time. But KD can't. <laughs> My Shaq fucking better than he is. <laughs> it's it's not even that. It's just like <laughs> my it's Shaq's the, better than like he is. He, he know how that like this was Mark. He like he know it word for word and shit. Like that's exactly he studied the script. He did the whole <laughs> uh, snowfall last week. Oh my that god! Don't like how another nigga talk. He did the whole <laughs> hey, joint. Hey, I ain't gonna lie though. You snap with the fucking wire shit though, like because that's one of the coldest scenes. My name is my name. Mm. <laughs> that shit. That shit was like that because when you see Marlo really flex, two never, seasons, never, never. He was the whisper guy. Bubbles scratched his car. Niggas about to kill Bubbles. He walks outside. What's going on here? <laughs> oh, yeah. He violated. Some, something's got to be exchanged. Hey, do it or don't. I got elsewhere to be. <laughs> we got real shit going on. It's, it's simple. It, it, it's like Marlo was just a real motherfucker, man. Yeah, I hate to see how he went out in the show. That was trash. Uh, you think so? Well, I got a, I kind of got a mixed reading of the ending. So he beat the case, but they keep the case on deck whenever they want to in the event that he comes back. He leaves the party, realizes he ain't got no stringer in him. He's all Avon. Right. So he picks a fight on the corner. He gets stabbed. On the arm and he got shot. Yeah, shot. I thought. Nah, he got stabbed. The nigga, the nigga nah, pulled the a knife sh- out. The nigga pulled a gun out, and the nigga, other nigga, pulled a knife out. He punched and the, the nigga with the gun, on. and it grazed. Right, 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 right. right. Knife caught him on the arm. Uh, but he licks the he licks the little wound on his bicep, and he just stands there. So it's like he can't get away from the corner, or this was a last goodbye moment. Either way, that's not an ending. I felt like he just had something to prove, being that he was, you know, about to be suit and tie Marlo. Yeah, he just couldn't like. It's just like Dizzle said, like he couldn't accept the fact that the, that that he had. He, he I ain't gonna say accept it. He just knew he didn't have no stringer in him. Like that's all Stringer ever wanted. Like that right there, that was the deal Stringer wanted for himself. You feel me? Like. Oh, 
if I go back to the game, y'all got this case. I'm not going back to the game. I, I want to be in these parties and I want to move around and be be amongst the, you know what I'm saying, these type of motherfuckers. That's what, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like, like this was said, like everybody either became what they didn't want to become or became somebody, like he became what Stringer ultimately wanted to be. Yeah. And he couldn't live with it. Yeah. And he couldn't live with it. Because it ain't no it ain't no fun in that. Like he knew his time was short. When he was talking with Vincent in the rim shop, Vincent said, Hey, you don't want to tool up against them Barksdales. He said, Man, the Barksdales look weak. He said, Yeah, well the the jail or the graveyard got plenty of people that had they had the crown on their head. He said, thing is they had it. He don't care if the shit take him out. He don't care if it's his downfall. Having the crown means so much. If you know you're only going to have the crown for one summer and somebody going to take you out in some stupid project beef, it's the best summer ever, and you're a legend. Yeah. It's just like a chip. If you win a chip, you're a legend. Cemented yeah. in the game forever as a winner of the chip. Thanks. And just like the wire ended in five, Brian Wapner predicted the Bucks and the Celtics would be over in five on multiple platforms. I saw this young man's hand with so much charisma, so much effervescence. I never seen anybody as happy as I seen Boo Wap in my life on these pods. And what did you say, Boo Wap? What did you say, sir? I said Giannis in five. No, no, no. It wasn't quite like that. Oh, you want to Giannis in five? Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, man. Giannis in five. Yeah, I was, <laughs> you know, it is what it is, man, you know. I wasn't, uh... I said what I said. I just still believe Giannis is going to win the series. But, you know, Giannis and Fire was looking good till Al Horford hit his motherfucking, hit that motherfucking time machine on their ass in the third quarter. Hit that moment in the sun. You know and God damn it, you know, it is what it is, though, man. Like, great win for the Celtics. I definitely still, even though I picked Giannis to win the series, like I said, I, I never not thought this, that if the Celtics was to win the series that they couldn't. Well, I would be shocked either, necessarily. Like, <clears throat> I do, I do believe they got a great team, and you, it just, it just, you had, you had to convince me that it, it Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, basically, outplayed Giannis. You know what I'm saying? I just don't believe that will happen. Like, that's why I think Giannis gonna win. He needed. He got the. They got the help that they needed from Al Horford. No if doubt. Anything. No doubt. So if if they could play as galvanized as they played for these next two games, then that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, that'd be awesome to see Boston be a giant killer, so to speak. The Celtics is deep. Mm-hmm. You said the Celtics what? The Celtics is deep. Like that. That's all I oh, got. Yeah. I didn't want to step on your. Oh no, they they change. definitely deep. They deep as shit. Like, and that's that's why. People are um, saying what they saying for the most part. Like, you know, uh, 
I think a lot of people had the Celtics winning the series, though. Like, the, like I ain't going to say, like, overwhelmingly had them. Like, I think it was, like, more like a 51-49 type of thing. I, I do believe people value Middleton presence more than I did. Like, that's why I obviously said Giannis in five. But I do – like, I, I think that last game is the first time I think they missed Middleton. Like, they can't – they 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 keep getting beaten fourth quarters, and I think you you that's when Middleton would be a better you know what I'm saying something that you can go to down the stretch, and they don't have that right now. A guy that can just create at the three point line and be a threat. They don't have that. Because right the now. only thing they got is Giannis that they just it's like they playing it's like they give him the ball and just let him do it, and they they all just the other four people just be standing around for real. Which works for the most part, though, right? It's yeah, just, I mean, it, it, eventually you know, in the fourth quarter. You yeah, you get a smart team that's going to be like, okay, only thing they're doing is giving this motherfucker the ball. Fuck them. Get him. And they shut that shit down. And it's just like eventually you're going to have to start playing team basketball. And that's the reason why the Celtics won, because they playing team ball. Yeah, and then it's just still, I, I still think it's Al Horford playing exceptionally well, too. He stepped up in his position. That's the thing. You you definitely need a big man to go against. You gonna need to be. You gonna need to play big man. You gonna need to go psycho Sid vicious on that motherfucker because he out there. He a different Greek freak this year. He got antics. He laying on the floor longer. He fucking he arguing. You know what I'm saying? He talking with the refs. He he's a character now. He's pl- he's playing that superstar that people talk about. So now you got to deal with that. As well as the fact that he's a freak, he could take two steps and he's at the basket. So now it's time to grow some nuts and and play physical with him. Yeah, that's cool. But it's you could have still told me that Al Horford played good, but not his best. Like he's playing his best basketball is the only thing. I I didn't I never you know what I'm saying in my predictions of this series I never seen that happening. Like you could have told me Al playing good he. He's averaging X, Y, and Z, and I would have thought he's still playing good. But for him to be playing this good is the only thing I can really truly say is why the Celtics won that game. Like He came alive. They, they wouldn't have won it without Al Horford. Yeah, he definitely came alive. They, they definitely don't win without Al. It's a different – that was a different level. Like, I know career highs for everything from Al, but, like, I ain't seen Al blow by nobody at the three-point line in some years, bro. And, yeah. and I think the last person I saw him blow by like that was probably the Lopez boy <laughs> or fucking, like, Mo Bamba or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, some some motherfucker that, that's in the lottery, uh, whose team is in the lottery. Like, seeing him blow by and then rise up like that, crazy. Yeah. Well, shout out to the Seeds, though, man. They 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 made it a series, and, you know, so it is what it is. That's what I like to see, too. That's the best thing about the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Go ahead on and make it make it a – let's make all seven of these games. Let's make it a thing. Make that motherfucker work for it. If you're going to beat me, you're going to know you go, you was in a fight with me when you lead this motherfucker. You right. ain't going to just say, oh, I whipped I, – we drug their ass. We, we beat them. Like, Golden State beat me 30 points? 30 points? Yeah, it's, 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 well, they fought last night, though. Memphis fought, but it's, it's, it's over with for them to my man. Yeah. I think, I, I don't think they can come back definitely in the series, but I just think, uh, without John Morant, it's definitely over with for them. 
Man, man, that poor young man, yo. I can see. I think about that Jordan Poole shit though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't How you think feel about it, on, DJ? I don't think it was on purpose, man. <laughs> I don't think it was on purpose. I think it was. Uh, I just think it was a, a fucking. I mean, to look to, to think, say I he was, to say he was reaching for the ball. He sure did pinch his knee. Now, if you reaching for a ball, your hand—that's the ball. Your hand is open for to get a basketball. So palm out. Like why did he why did he grab and clinch like he did to say he was reaching for the ball? I mean to me, watching it in in fast time, I it, you you got a, a basketball handler, John Morant, in between two defenders. Like a, a lot can happen and he's dribbling, they swing, they swatting at the ball. And my, I, I don't see n- nothing malicious about the, the, you know what I'm saying, the situation. <laughs> like, I think it's unfortunate for sure. But Definitely. My, I just don't know, like, who really gets injured off of that. Like, even, like, from what I've seen, it don't look like much. It don't. But it that's don't, what I'm saying. It, it's, it's still a pinch. It, it, it don't look like much, but those elusive – spring leg guys with a lot of handles that's a pretty frequent injury for them they bang they bang knees against another nigga's knees another nigga's knee hits him in the thigh you know uh somebody it's always some shit like that where it's collision but when you look at it in real motion and then if you're up at like three in the morning scott van pelt pulls out the the science guys, you know, those science guys that tell you the ball traveled 600 feet in the air and he had to run 16 miles an hour to catch the ball. That nigga, yeah, like, they pull that shit out and they talk about shit just like this. Well, moving at this velocity, this looks like the point of his knee hit seven square inches of power and this much and they break the whole shit down. And that makes these injuries make a lot more sense. Like a a bone bruise or a muscle bruise or whatever the fuck he got going on. I mean, he's doubtful for the rest of the series. Yeah. But I don't think that's because of the severity of the injury. I think that's because it's the playoffs and we playing every other day and mm-hmm. we got to travel. And when you get on that plane, a small injury like that is going to swell up on you and turn into something completely different by the time you land. Because those muscles going to be tender. Uh, in that high altitude. <laughs> See, you, you watch Mr. Science at 5 in the morning. I'm an athlete. Or I was an athlete. So, you know, I know that crazy shit. Fuck that. But that's tough, though. It, it, it seems like it could have been, like, I mean, I could, like, if you listen to the trainers talk, because everybody going, of course, in this day and age where social media rules everything, Everybody's going to kind of talk their own way and try to make it seem dramatized. But it's like, it seems like every time he gets here, he can't, he, you know, he doesn't win. He can't win. Or something strange happens. But they say he's like Wolverine. Maybe he heal up in time and they can fight back. No, I think, I think that shit's a foregone conclusion. Uh, It sucks that Peyton Jr. is out, uh, but he'll be back next round 
finals if they make it there. But they made it deep this year. You know, last year they couldn't get out the fucking winning game for like two years straight or something, right? No doubt. I just, I just, Jaws good. They miss, they missing another piece over there. Them boys is young and they hungry and that's helpful, but they're missing another piece and I can't put my finger on what it is. Oh, I can, I, I would say, um, if they missing, no, they missing maybe a wing player, you know what I'm saying? But it's tough to say what it like like you said exactly what it would be. I, I don't think they need uh, much though. I think they do need more experience. Like a, a lot of a lot of their problems is they they're young. You know what I'm saying? They they're playing against a juggernaut in in court. You know what I mean? Like they're real. That's a championship team. And then another thing people don't want to talk about is of course they're just gonna give it all to Steph and it's Steph this and Steph that. But the reality is Jordan Poole is legit. And then, and, you know, yeah. when you add that piece on top of what they already got, you know, people people going to forget it. But, you know, Andrew Wiggins was a, a starter in the All-Star game and shit. Like, 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 so they got some ballers. They got some hoopers on that team. So, like. And I talk a lot of shit about Maple Leaf Jordan, but he's been showing up. Uh, he, he's he was he's basically, you know, was the best player in the last round against Denver like you can make a case for that like so I'm just saying you like tell me the best player wasn't the MVP Jokic well I'm talking about for the Warriors uh, Jokic blew his ass off and definitely deserved to be the MVP relax bro ain't no didn't, relax ain't no relax didn't, I'm didn't so tired of this week. shit with this Jokic shit man <laughs> I need to stop, bro. Like, this is getting ridiculous. Like, the man deserved to win the MVP, even if you think Embiid deserves to win the MVP. Like, I don't have a problem with Embiid. If you told me today Embiid was the MVP, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't be like, Jokic got robbed or nothing. Like, that's what I, I have a problem with. People say that somebody got robbed. Like, Embiid, I mean, Jokic deserved to win the MVP. He didn't have his second or third best player. A lot of pe- a lot of people wouldn't even made the playoffs. That assistance okay. is needed. That assistance is needed, but I just I don't think what he did this year, because his second or third player didn't play for a good part of last year, except for it was interchangeable, right? Murray was out, then Porter was playing, then Porter was out, then Murray was playing, then Porter came back and Murray went out in the playoffs or whatever the fuck happened. No, he Jamal, didn't, Jamal he didn't start Murray. and play the whole season without both no, of them like he did no, this year. No, no, that's not what happened. Uh, <clears throat> Porter Jr. was, I think, was slightly hurt in the beginning of the season. Jamal Murray was not hurt. Jamal Murray just started out the season slow. But Jokic was playing at an MVP level and was able to carry him. Then Jamal Murray did start getting it going in the middle of the season, but he tore the ACL around February, around the All-Star break. So he played without Jamal Murray for about a month, and 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 most people expected that they was going to, um, t- you know, 
not be as good, clearly. Like you use you lose a player like that, don't nobody think you're gonna be as good. It and Jokic actually made that team get a little bit better without Jamal Murray. Like they went up in the standings. So that's why he ultimately won the MVP last year. It's because he made the team get a little bit better when they were supposed to get worse without their second best player. And again, he started the whole season basically without Murray. He played the whole season without Murray, and he played basically the whole season without Michael Porter Jr. And he was the sixth seed, and he put up historic numbers. Like he's the first player in NBA history to do the shit he did. That makes a lot of sense. I just can't. And maybe I don't know. I, I get it though. I'm I get call, it. I'm like not calling it voter fatigue because I hated it when they said that shit about Jordan. I really hated it when they said that shit about LeBron. I hate that shit when they said it about Kobe. Like I don't think voters fatigue is a real thing. I just don't think. Oh, it's Above real. And beyond, he did something more MVP worthy than his best season, like last year. Like, if last year's his MVP season, his first one, which it was, that's the bar, right? I mean, yeah, no. That's like saying that Steph Curry, when he won the MVP, right? Now, clear, clearly, the, the team won 73 games. They was the best. You know, they had the one seed and all like this shit. But he didn't have the helps, which is which is a team thing, right? So the wins, we can't really look at him. We all, all we can do is look at what he did as an individual. And as an individual, all his numbers are up from last year. Everything. Like, that has to mean something. So that means he did more production-wise than he did the year before. Because he had to, because he got less help. Yeah. But I, but the, I think the the, the voter fatigue shit is real though. For the most part, like I do think certain voters get tired and and look for other things to vote on and be, you know, what I'm saying trying to be like different or whatever. So like, it gets real. I just don't think it it no. I don't really I don't really think it's been a time that I think an MVP has truly got robbed or a player got robbed of the MVP. Truly, like not in the last twenty some years for sure. And Kobe, I think just the rape shit, you know, the, that shit that happened, you know, sexual assault case or whatever, you know, like that shit hurt him for why he didn't win MVPs. Because I just don't think voters wanted to vote for a guy like that, that they thought did something like that. Because it's, it's, it's Kobe should have more than one MVP, in my in my opinion. Uh, at least two. They proved that that wasn't real, though. You know, I mean, she was a it, prostitute or something. Right? I don't know if they proved she was a prostitute. They just proved it wasn't. She you know. had like eight other Siemens in her when they. Damn. Yeah, she was like. I don't think it's eight. I think it was I just mean, like. But, I think right. it was just one. I think it was I like think her it, husband. It was, it was like a couple <laughs> other people. No, no, it wasn't just one. It was like a couple other people. I said eight. That was exaggeration. Kobe, eight twenty-four. Um. <laughs> Either way, she had more than just Kobe semen in her. So agreed. And they I, found out that she was a, a working girl. Or or that she like was cheating. One of the two. She wasn't she wasn't honest. Yeah. That's for sure. So it's just like 
I just think that at the time it was looming though over Kobe. And I and I don't think that the NBA wanted to make him the face of their league. Seeing as how he was involved in something like that. <laughs> so it's just uh, you know, that's just my take on that. I don't I don't know how how true it is necessarily, but I do believe it got some type of they do want you to be a, a spokesperson <clears throat> for it, though. Yeah, you they have to be yeah. kind of squeaky clean in a sense. Mm-hmm. You got to be a Chris Paul or a Drew Holiday or some shit like that. You know, that's why LeBron has been able to dominate the league the way he has, not just off of talent, but, you know, he's squeaky clean, though. Like, yeah, the, the politics. Is, you know, like. Golden boy. Yeah, you know, he's a great, you know, it appears that he's a great human, you know, and that's what. That's what the NBA wants to promote, like, you know, that that type of – that's why they're trying to figure out, is it going to be Giannis, is it going to be Luka? You know, they're they, they, they trying to build a new face because they have to. It might be Al Horford next and shit. Uh, Al Horford ain't got that many years left. Nah, he's, he's 34, 35. He's, he might got three. He might, he might become a journeyman. I think uh, it's between Giannis and Luka, though. I can't. I love Luca. I love his game. But the shit that's that going to get him in the most trouble, he be barking. Oh, yeah. He be barking. And I like that from a player, but some of that shit is like, come on, fam. You didn't think that was a foul. And I get it. We talked about it last week. Superstar shit. Superstar expectations. Home cooking. But some of that shit, I'm like, dog, you flop. Like, they about to find you. And you going back and forth with the ref. Now he teched you up. Now you looking like Rashi Wallace, the point guard version. Rashid. But I like his game. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about the rest of the squad. He got some hitters over there, but. They, they, they are. Right. They ain't really what you call a championship type team. He needs another piece too. And I keep telling people. I, I think a guy like uh, Bradley Beal should go there. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or if they can get Rudy Gobert, that'd be nice for them too. <laughs> Not Rudy, bro. No, I ain't I'm talking t- about the like. I'm just talking about like they need a piece like that though. Rudy Gobert is a. Is a is a great piece to add to any team. Like right now, he could play on any team and give you something that you don't have, and that's truth. I think they need a little bit more bench depth. I I like Dimwitty coming off the bench, or uh, who's that no name dude? They got a bunch of them motherfuckers though. Like I'm telling <laughs> you, like they got a bunch of mini role playing ass motherfuckers. Jalen Brunson. I'm- uh, Finney Smith. I like, I like Brunson. I love Finney Smith and his backup. They Tim Hardaway hurt, but like they, that's what they got. Bunch of guys that's like three op, number three options, number four options. They don't have a legit number two. Bradley Beal could be a legit number two with, with him. You know what I'm saying? And even if you get Bradley Beal, what I'm saying is that if you get a guy like Rudy Gobert to come along, now you have a real championship type team. They need. They need. They need defense, so Rudy will help. But I think it clogs up the paint. I I don't want to see anybody in Utah playing in the NBA in two or three years. 
Bro, don't do that to Donovan Mitchell. Bro, I'm so sick of the Utah Jazz. Just constantly disappointing me and just seeing these dudes in other jerseys. Like, I know where Donovan Mitchell's going. How you disappointed by them, though? You be having real <laughs> expectations from these niggas? Nah, it's the same thing every year. It's so the same. why you it's get a, disappointed every year? It's year. a rerun. How you get disappointed? Don't watch them. Don't don't because they could because they could be more, but they, they don't make any changes. It's they, literally the same roster minus who Derek Favors. Dizzle, right now you're one of the hottest small forwards in the league right now. Are you taking your talents to Utah? Absolutely not. Okay. That's <laughs> not Utah. Not that's Utah's problem, though. That's their problem. Nobody wants to come there. They have to draft anything that's relevant, that's like that's good. And once some players realize, oh, holy shit, we're not gonna win. And we play in the era now where it's player movement. Nobody has to. Oh, I gotta retire here. Nobody has to think like that no more. So Utah is going to be popped forever. Get ready. Just like Indiana will be popped forever. Get ready. Indiana will. That's the most <laughs> mediocre team. I like all my <laughs> life. Indiana been mediocre. Yeah. All my life. But at least they got some fucking pizzazz with their oh shit, bro. Oh my god! Come pizzazz. on. I mean, they jerseys yeah. is wack, but they got some pizzazz with their Come shit. On, it was bro. Reggie. Oh, bro. It was Reggie Miller. Bro, are you talking about fucking Reggie Miller and then like, come on, like Jermaine O'Neal? Yeah, they went yeah, to they went yeah. to two finals, bro. Like in their existence, like that I could remember. And then you got like Utah with the same shit. Two finals appearances. Like they they just mediocre teams. Like they had a little success. They they always gonna be a playoff team or fringe playoff team. They always gonna be that. They never ass ass like the worst teams in the league. They never yeah. that. They you always can pick them on the just game. mediocre. Yeah, you mediocre can pick them on the game yeah. and win, get some wins out of them. But you ain't that ain't that ain't the team that you putting all your money on in the finals ever. But it's just kind of like the Buffalo team. Bills. It, it's the small market teams. It's just like nobody's trying to go there, bro. Like, like Memphis, they got a short window with Ja. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. People think what they want. If Ja don't get to a finals, right? Say they keep losing, they don't get to a finals. Man, that loyalty nice shit. Man, come on. Ain't he gonna ask. He's just gonna dip. Uh, yeah. He, he 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 gonna play his little young contract out there, and then he gonna dip. They be lucky they get seven years out of him if he don't get to a finals. You gotta go to you gotta go to New York. That's where yeah. that's where all the big stars that's where all the niggas, big stars go. Niggas ain't necessarily going there though. Like you would go to LA, anywhere in LA or Miami, and, and then like the next uh destination would be like New York, I guess. Like, cause like you said, after the Mecca and whatnot, but Still, like motherfuckers want to play in the where, where it's warm year round. Like you know, you know, motherfuckers New York go to, ain't win nothing in years either. That's and niggas, right. They, niggas and I don't think nobody want to go there because of James Dolan. Like because of James Dolan right now. Like long as he got anything to do with that franchise, don't nobody want to fuck with it. No state tax. That's why they want to play for a Texas team. Exactly. 
Get the fuck out of of California because I think you're paying like times and a half on taxes in California. And you might make it back with some endorsements, but think about the money you're losing because the more money you bring in, the more money you got to pay out to the man. It's expensive Uh, to live in Cali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it don't look like I mean, shoot, that's my dream location. If I ever go to visit, I'm never coming back. You ain't Uh, been yet? Nah, man, I gotta go. You ain't never been to LA, this Wow. Nah, I gotta go. I gotta and look, I don't even wanna go to LA for real. Like my first spot is Oakland. Oaktown. Oakland definitely in the house. You know how far Oakland is from LA? I know. Everything's like six hours away. Bro, that shit is crazy shit. Shit like eight hours. I only know that from Snowfall. <laughs> like eight <laughs> hours. I'm like, damn. Like I'm I told my wife, like, yo, we going out there, we gotta go out there for a week. I wanna spend two days here, two days there. She's like, Yeah, that's too much. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna go by myself. Man, <laughs> like, I, I, I ain't got time to be bitching with you. <laughs> I'm gonna half-ass the California vacation, my guy. Like, if I go, like, I gotta go to San Diego because my brother there. I gotta go to Oakland, right across the bridge, San Francisco. I gotta go there. If it's during basketball season, I'm going to a game at the new stadium. They just opened that hole. It got the new stadium smell. I gotta go. And then hit LA on the way out. Just to see some tourist shit. You know, I don't really I ain't got much in LA. I wanna see Hollywood sign. I wanna see, you know, some corny bullshit. LA was dope when I went. I ain't gonna lie. It was dope. Like I I you definitely need a rental. You definitely gonna ride and check out some shit. Like we went to Santa Monica Pier. I did the Nipsey Hustle shit, walk yeah, down Compton and all that shit. That shit was dope as hell. Like, you know, that shit kind of, uh, it's like a, a big ass, it, you know, they got, it's like a a, a landmark now. So they kind of got it fenced up. Like, you can't even get into that area like that, with that little strip mall, the Nipsey Hustle shit. Like, so, uh-huh. but it's a bunch of vendors like selling Nipsey t shirts and all type of memorabilia out there. Like, it's just like a, you know, a, a bunch of graffiti everywhere, like so. It's it's dope as hell. I, I did like a uh, a weed tour, and uh, that was one of the spots we went to the Nipsey shit. And yeah. Went to the Staples Center, and you know it was dope. Like went to the Friday block. I met the the owner of all the cribs, the, the Friday House, the Craig Craig Crib, Craig Crib, Smoky Crib. Yeah, yep. Well, not Smoky Crib because uh, well, we could have went there. It was around the corner. It's like. Not not even around the corner, it's like up the block some more. Like, but we just stayed like in front of Miss Parker House and Craig House. Yeah. And Stanley Crib. Stanley Crib right next door and shit. So it was it was dope though. Like dope as hell. Like and them people out there getting money, like it, it was a bunch of tour bus, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it was a dope ass trip. Like, you need three days just to go in LA. Like you need yeah. three days. All that shit, and then the so hills much shit. shit, man. Yeah. All the hills, the views, bro. Like I never seen the sun set like like this ever, bro. Like it's different over on the west coast to see the sun like set over in the mountains and shit. Like it's that shit different. That's why you need a plane. Facts. That's why you need a plane because you got everywhere is like y'all say eight hours away. 
So that plane cut out four hours. You're gonna be two oh, hours. Man, away that, from that shit. That shit like an hour, an hour yeah. and a half. Like, cause I, I I left Vegas and went to L.A. and that was a yeah. twenty-seven minute flight. Damn, and they, I, ain't Vegas like two hours away or something? Driving like wise, yeah, from L.A. But like in a plane, like I'm talking about, you damn that couldn't even blink. Motherfucker, just sit down and just. All right, now. <laughs> like, yeah, might as well not buckle up. I'm just going to the stove. Man, for real, like <laughs> damn. <laughs> that shit was over quick, and then and we just got lit, man. Like, yeah, L.A. definitely it. I can't believe this. I'm like, whoa. Been been everywhere. Been to DR two times. I know. I'm going back to Aruba in August. I ain't been to Cali yet. My brother been out there for like a smooth 15 years. Damn. And I ain't been out there. Been to Vegas three or four times. Ain't been to Cali yet. Like, cause I just know when I go to Cali, I got to plan that shit out. I ain't just going for the weekend. Like, I'm going to feel like I got cheated. Like, if I can't go out there and, like, do some shit. Like, I even had Sacramento on my list. And I was like, I got to take Sacramento off your list, dog. Like, what the, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I was like, as much shit as you talk about these niggas in Sacramento, they are going to jump you, dog. Like, as soon as you step into town. It's, it's, uh, what I was going to say, um, the one thing I will say about LA, like, they, it's man, it's kind of like so big, bro. Like you, you really don't like. I got kind of got though, cause I ain't know I was standing in a smoke free town, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like it was a literally like you can't even smoke a cigarette in this motherfucker. Like nothing, no smoking. The beach towns. I'm telling you, that's where you you think you want to stay on the beach and shit. Like that's what that was my intention. Like I'm stay on the beach front or whatever. Like. No, any beach town in in LA you cannot smoke in. No weed, nothing, that? nothing, nothing. That's how they do on the West Coast, bro. Oregon the same way, bro. You can I couldn't even buy like you can't even buy cigarettes out the gas stations in certain cities, like certain cities. I had to go like it ain't far, far, but you know what I'm saying. I had to ride like 15 minutes away from my hotel and shit to like go get some blunts and shit. And don't let and don't let a motherfucker catch you throwing the bitch out the window. That shit two fifty two fifty fine. Oregon, this shit is five hundred because they got so much outdoor woods wilderness shit. Like they so anti pollution out there. They got the most strip clubs in the world, but for some reason you throw a cigarette out the window, nigga gonna give you a five hundred dollar ticket. Facts. And you gotta, you know, keep, you gotta beautify the world. I thought I'm doing like I got me a little patio room and shit. I'm out on my patio smoking. Like maybe you just can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you know, you can't smoke in, you know, on, on the public or some shit. <laughs> Man, I'm talking about as soon as I get I get my room because the first day they didn't have my patio. And I'm like, damn, I got my little man. Look, y'all ain't I, I paid for this X Y and Z. They say, sir, sir, we're gonna accommodate you for that. Woo woo, one free night. All right, cool. So I finally get my little patio room and shit. I go up in the so like smoke me a square. I see the little white lady go to the to the pool and shit. I see the sun and shit. I'm trying to be friendly and shit. Hey, how you doing, Petey? Hey, buddy. Nigga, <laughs> 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 two minutes later, ring ring. 
office. We got complaints that you were smoking on your patio. This is a smoke-free town. You cannot smoke anywhere in the town. Listen, we do know that this is a rule that just kind of law that just got made kind of new. And, and to our tourist guests, we have a smoking area only in the back of the hotel. And you're more than welcome to use that at any time. Um, like, so you mean to tell me, like, I specifically told the person that booked this room for me that I wanted the patio so I can smoke because I smoke. And they told me that was fine. I don't know how you got that, but, you know, I had to get my, I got another free night off. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I wasn't, I was determined to let them people know, like, man, like, who gets a patio and they can't smoke on it? I would have just got a regular fucking room. But that's like I said, that shit was called Manhattan Beach. Stay away from that. I, I recommend anybody to either do the Airbnb shit in LA or the uh like stay by the airport, stay by LAX. You could just rent you some and just ride and go visit shit. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't try to get off from in them beach towns. Like they different. I thought shit was more cooler out there where you ain't had to worry about that nowhere because you know it's like the weed capital. It, oh, they don't get no fuck about the weed though. Like, like for real, as in the whole, like, ain't ain't nobody like on you about it. Like, I'm somebody. I'm, I'm smoking in the mall. It was like an indoor mall. We was in that bitch smoking. Like, don't nobody care. The security guards don't care. Nobody care about the weed. Stop it. Like, I promise you, like that. You can go in one of the dispensaries, bro, and literally get a pound of weed. I want to. Legally, legally, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh shit. That's what that, they told us out that, here too. They told us the same thing on the ocean front, but a lot of them motherfuckers be selling that Delta Eight, <laughs> and I ain't trying to get that Splice Mojo weed. They be trying to sell motherfuckers. No, nah, uh, when the spot opens up in 2024. Oh yeah, when the spot opens up, I mean they already own the building in Richmond. They already own the building right now. They're just trying to one. They're they're actually growing the flower. They're not importing it from nowhere. They're growing this shit in Richmond in this facility, and then they're doing all the tech. Like they legit want to have a whole in-house operation because they see what happened with the folks in California. California, they had so many people growing, they had to start outsourcing their shit. So they started sending it up to Oregon. Oregon started sending it down the, to California. And then you got people who are companies who are operating in the red because they pretty much have to waste or burn or destroy the profits because they can't get rid of it soon enough. And you know the shit got a shelf life. And then you're doing all this shit to test it, to test the percentage. Hey, we grew this flower. It turned out to be sativa. It's only 17%. We didn't get what we were expecting from it. Okay, well, you know, trash it, bro. (laughs) Yeah, they burn that shit. They'll burn it. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, out there, that weed shit is, like, plentiful. Motherfuckers giving you free weed, bro. Yeah. Like, it's, like, 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 like. You know how like you going jewels and shit, motherfucker got the, the, the sausages on the stick? Pause. But uh <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about though, like the look, the look Yeah, I know what you're like, saying. Like, you when you go to the mall like, and they, they got the chicken on the toothpick. There you go, bro. There you go. And, and, and you feel me? Motherfuckers <laughs> is handing you like 
three fives a week, bro. Like, he'll ch- try me out, check me out, bro. Like, knowing they're probably never going to see you again. I ain't <laughs> never seen my fucking Chicago ain't giving you a nick. Brooklyn way. My fucking Chicago ain't giving you a nick, bro. Niggas out here ain't giving you a nick neither. You got to pay for everything. They sell like single J's for $15 and it's mixed with natural herbs on, and bro. shit like that. You already know what's going on, bro. Like, ain't nobody giving you no sample unless you family in Chicago. Like, you might get a, a little test drive if you family. And you, you one of them people, but like to give a stranger that you never, you like, you know, you know, this motherfucker, you motherfucker tell you off the rip, like, I'm from Chicago, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's cool, bro. Check me out. I'm talking about two different flavors. And it's the security guard. It's like, I, I'm thinking, I'm in, a, I'm in a parking lot, smoking. I'm thinking, like, he finna come say, put that out. He like, no, nah, you good, fam. I'm trying to show you. Check me out. Damn. Try mine. I see Try me already. Right. <laughs> like, this motherfucker just hand you weed, bro. It's, it's crazy out there, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. And I'm talking about Vegas. It's like completely the opposite. Like completely the opposite. You got you got motherfuckers selling you shit, but it's just like it's not plentiful. Like it's them there like tourist tax. They try to tax you because they know you a real tourist and shit. In LA and is taxes, all love. Bro. Them taxes are disgusting, bro. Ain't they disgusting, bro? I've oh, seen receipts. Lord. I've seen receipts. And when I tell you a nigga paid $75 in tax on an eighth, I was just like, hold on, my nigga. And he bought like four. And I was just like, why would you buy four? <laughs> like you, can only, you can only buy a zip out the dispensaries a day. That's three. That's He bought four eighths. I'm like, that's. Three hundred dollars in taxes. I get you want to try different flavors. Nah, it's not that important to me. Give me the one. We gonna we gonna work this hoe out. Whoever with me, I hope they buy their own so we can match, so we can stretch this shit out. But I'm definitely I got not going in there and doing all of that in the in the, in the, in the, in the motherfucking. I gotta post my little video in the group chat. Y'all gonna see your boy in that motherfucker like a a, a kid at the candy store. Give <laughs> me some edibles or some shit. Oh, the tax dog. make me not even want. The tax make me not even want no flower. Like, hey man, where the fucking lollipop edibles you get first timers? Like, just give me like five of them. But see, that's the thing though. Like in Cali though, the dispensaries is like no tax, mm-hmm. zero. Dub is a dub. Whatever it say, that's what it is. That's what it is. You yeah. don't get. You don't tell them what you want. And then once you get to the register, it's do 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 boop boop boop. No, twenty one eighty six. No, it's like they got beautiful deals and shit. You're like, damn, do that say five grams for forty five dollars? Yeah, of some what is that? Oh <laughs> shit, super super fragilistic espialidocious. Yeah, I I'm talking about there, man. how they do you in not not the trick in Vegas is that the dispensaries that look like a fucking Apple store or some shit, like, stay away from those. You gotta go to the hole-in-the-wall shit in Vegas. The shit that don't got no bright-ass signs. It look like a little-ass hut. When you get up in there, that's them the joints that got the, you feel me? But the California shit, the, the LA shit, bro, they let you touch the weed. 
<laughs> you sound like you're at a strip club. Bro, they, they right. let you touch the they girls. Touching, bro. <laughs> and like basking that shit. Like, mmm. My man Boo, I went to the champagne room with the bud, nigga. <laughs> no sex in the champagne room. No sex in the champagne room. I'm touching titties in here. <laughs> me, bro. Like it was amazing. I was, I was like, I didn't. Once I found that spot, like it's multiple other dispensaries I can go to. I'm like, why? Why this motherfucker two point eight miles from the hotel? I'm not going nowhere else. It's yeah, called it's, it's like it's like called Torrance, California. You know what I'm saying? That's another little small city outside of LA and shit. Like, man, I promise you, bro. Like, great. And Roscoe's chicken and waffles, the shit is the most overrated shit I ever had in my fucking life. I could have told I could have told you that before. Oh, I, I ain't even going there, bro. That shit, the most overrated shit you can have, bro. So I was oh my god the weight is oh my god this oh my god that's what make me <laughs> bro we waited outside for that shit for like an hour and a half bro in one of the most dangerous areas in California thinking that shit is this shit ought to be the best shit in the world thinking that shit was really worth <laughs> We done saved our appetite and shit. We left the pier. We done walked past thousands of motherfucking restaurants. Hungry as fuck. We going to Roscoe's, man. Get that shit to the room. I'm eating oh. your back. Oh, I was deep. I was so depressed. I'm like, oh my god, bro. Like the chicken was all right. The waffle one, one shit. Like, come on. I'm thinking the waffle gonna be different or some shit. Like. Give me the Waffle House over that shit any day. This Waffle is supposed to be made with love, my nigga. It's in the title. You feel me? See, here's the shit that fucks me up. Because I'm a fat nigga. So, like, if I save my appetite and the food is whack, I I feel like I settled. Like, man, you know, the other spot probably has some banging collard greens. You smelt the yams at the other place on the way here, man. We should have stopped there. Now, all of the missed opportunity makes that poor meal. It could have just been off. Like, the food was a little cold. The waffle was a little hard. You know, the, the waitress ain't even filled a drawn up when she came to the table. But as soon as that shit starts adding up and you start thinking about what you missed out on, damn. That should take the hurt to a whole new level. Oh, it took it to a different level because I know we passed up some shit. We definitely passed up some shit to get to this shit, bro. And that's like, I can't remember if that was the night we went to. I know we went to North Hollywood and walked down the Walk of Fame and did that shit. We was club hopping. So I think that was the night. Yeah, we did the club hopping shit. Worst mistake though, bro. Like I, I, I would never recommend anybody going to that shit. Never, never. Get like, a Carl's Junior. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. That In and Out shit kind of overrated, but it's it's decent. I, I I eat it, but I like the uh, Fat Burger. Fat Burger was was alright. That's Magic Johnson, ain't it? Magic Johnson on Fat Burger. Uh, I think Magic. It's either Fat Burger or Whataburger. I think he owns, he owns yeah. probably one of them. 
In and Out was cool, but I really gotta get him to like the secret fucking menu because I went there in Vegas and I was looking for all the shit that niggas be getting. Like I wasn't gonna get my fries covered in that orange sauce because I don't know what that is and nobody can identify it. Like a thousand island type sauce. It w- yeah, it wasn't cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I just wanted to see like what it was on the menu to see all these double and triple burgers and like the joint that I was at, maybe it was like a basic ass in and out, but they ain't had that. And I was like, yo, hold on, fam. And I get home and I and I follow all the food bloggers because I'm a hungry nigga. And I want to plan my trip around what food, what food, what food going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I see people, I'm talking crazy, crazy trays of food covered in Thousand Island cheese, jalapenos all on the fries. They got these big, thick, triple, quadruple burgers. And I'm like, that can't be In-N-Out, bro. Maybe that's why I thought In-N-Out was mid. Because I don't have this secret fucking menu that West Coast people are given as a birthright when they're born. So you got to be from there to order off the menu? The secret menu. Every restaurant's got like a secret menu. You just got to know the plug to put you on. And then you set for life. Taco Bell doesn't have a secret menu. They regular menu change too much. You, they can't keep a secret. I love Taco Bell. Taco Bell has me in a chokehold currently. Yeah, uh, I was late for two work meetings last week Damn. because of Taco Bell on two separate days. Damn. Like I knew I had a meeting at twelve thirty, and I was just like, "Yo, fam, it's twelve twelve. You think I, <laughs> you think I can get there and back in 18 minutes? This nigga is dumb. I'm in the drive through calling in at 1235. Like, I guess I couldn't get back. Yeah, can I get a Baja blast, my nigga? A Baja blast. <laughs> I'm going down to the 7-Eleven get myself a Baja blast. <laughs> Sick of dub. Hey, no, nah, man. I, I I can't do the Taco Bell. That shit, man. Look. You come East Coast, you gotta hit you gotta hit White Castle. What you mean you gotta hit White Castle? I got White Castle. Wait, hold on a second. They got White Castles out there? Hell yeah. The fuck I grew up off of White Castles. So what exactly are y'all famous for besides the pizza? We 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 famous for the late night joints, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Chicago just like you could always go get some food, like like basically like you know what I'm saying? Like at any time of hour, like especially in the city, like you can get something. You know what I'm saying? Like Subway. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, definitely that clearly. <laughs> Fuck <the> subway. But <laughs> on the subway. <laughs> to a subway. Fuck is you talking about? <laughs> but no. This <laughs> motherfucker. Who wakes up and, uh, you know, Clearly, how much is rope? <laughs> how much is rope, yo? God damn it! But look, man, yeah, we we famous for the late night joints, man. Like just at two in the morning, you can go get you a gyro cheeseburger. You feel me? Like right now, you feel me? That, that joint gonna be fat. 
Like, I don't know if y'all ever heard of this D Rose burger. Like, D Rose got this famous ass burger in Chicago. Terrible. The ball player? Yes. Yes. It's called the D Rose. That motherfucker is terrible, man. Like, it's the most ghetto is burger. It's like his favorite type of burger. It's three patties, cheese, grill, grill onions, and, and, and fried onion ring. Like, all type of shit on this motherfucker. Like, it's an obsessive burger. It's not good. But yeah, like, you can go get that motherfucker at four in the morning though, at Nick's. That's just that like should, you that go sound like a vibe, but it sound like it crunched like his ACLs did. Man, like. That motherfucker do too much. It do too much. Like you not eating all that, bro. Like it's just too much. Like damn, D Rose, you really used to eat this? But this yeah, shit don't put, don't put no don't put no onion rings on top of my hamburger, bro. I don't think it's onion ring. I think it's the fried onions, like the uh, you know what I'm talking about the fritters. Yeah. Oh, oh, the little crunchy shit. Yeah, nah, bro. save that for the white people casserole. Right, bro. No, he talking about White Castle, though, bro. Like, yeah, bro, I just had some White Castle like a week ago, bro. I thought y'all was famous for like Harold's Chicken or some shit. Is that is that out there? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely yeah. That's what like yeah, we famous for that. If you want to say that, yeah, that shit's mid though, right? No, don't let Wale fool you, please. Yeah, I know Wale, Wale said bro. that shit. And he fooled you. No, Harold's is the truth. I can't wait till oh, y'all. Wale out said here. it was mid too. Yeah. He said, that shit on that. he said that shit on that. He said that shit. What he say on that song uh, with uh, Miguel? Like, no, Jeremiah. That's why he said it because he was on the song with Jeremiah, who's from Chicago. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. He said, bro. "Shorty dropped me out some heralds. Told her this is overrated." Oh God, he said that shit. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. Yeah, I don't recollect your name. That's oh, definitely that joint. Ass off, huh? <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna let you get your shit off. Nah, I can't do it. I can't. I can't embarrass myself like that, nah, man. Nah, that's how you gonna get chose out here, motherfucker. Hey, it's gonna be a fight, bro. Sounded like K-Sweat. bro. Like I, I promise you, like we got the heroes, like but heroes got competition too because they got this other chicken joint in Chicago known as Uncle Remus. And like, it's like if you from out south in Chicago, you probably a heroes person. But if you from out west, you probably an Uncle Remus person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's just like that's like probably like the little city beef thing or whatever. But we got Patillos. I don't know if you ever heard of Patillos. Like they make uh, Italian beef sandwiches and, and shit like that. Hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that's the interrogation meal. Italian beef and Pepsi. Man, hey. Oh my that god. That motherfucking that beef be a motherfucker, bro. Pause, but yeah, that Italian beef. Yeah, that motherfucker with the with the peppers and that you gotta you gotta have that motherfucker dip just right though. Like if you don't have it dipped right, that bread a little soggy, that gravy on it, well that that motherfucker, man, something different, bro. And only like I ain't gonna say only Patillos, but Patillos do make the like the best one for sure. Like in this in this region. Like, but you can go down there to any little, little hood spot and get one though. That's I ain't gonna say go to any one, but like go to the ones that's known for making a, a good beef. But yeah. We got the late night food spots. Like, like right now, it's like what, 10 30 here, 11 30 there, but I can go get something to eat it. 
for show at, at three in the morning, like a good, good ass restaurant, like in the suburbs, like, and it's not even in the city, like, cause it's just like the suburbs got to try to keep, keep up with the city on the late night food. We coming, we coming out there. We coming out there before it get too high. We doing a world tour. Uh-oh. Is that a world tour? Is it your girl's tour? We not going to know, but it's going to be the World Is Yours podcast tour. Go out to Chicago. Definitely got to go out to Philly and tell them they, uh, you know, they Jones ain't joning enough. What, what y'all known for doing the V8 though from the food side? <laughs> Copy everybody, food Chinese, Jamaican. We don't really have no joints like that. Not especially now they no fucking two in the morning. Motherfuckers shut their kitchen down around here at eleven. And everything else you liable to get is either cookout or fucking gas station food. Easy access to easy access to seafood, I'd say, is probably was good out there in Jay's area, easy access to, to seafood. Still costs like a champ, but you know it's fresh, you know it's decent. Uh but Virginia don't really have no like you don't have no staple. I I'd say the one thing Virginia does and they do it consistently, they put a Chinese restaurant next to the food line. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, no other state can do that like Virginia. Mm. Like, there's a food line grocery store in the same shopping center. There will be at least one Chinese restaurant with a nail salon attached to it. The the nail salon is optional, but usually, if they are, are established, then yeah, come get your nails done. And while you over here getting your nails done, wonton soup. Oh, is it coming from Crab Rangoon? Yeah, we got gambling now. So, you know, we got a couple yeah. casinos opening up. Uh, we got Rosie's. Uh, ain't no real gambling. That's slot machines and shit. Ain't no, ain't no blackjack or nothing. But uh, out there around Jay's Way, they got plenty of casinos coming. Casinos going to mean a stadium. Uh, so professional team coming. Before 2030 for Virginia. You think it's going to be football? Both. Uh, football is a bigger moneymaker, but. I think they're going to try to go with basketball first. No, I think. I think. Because uh, they I was think, trying to get. I think baseball might be y'all best bet, though, as far as a, as a state. Baseball is so fucking boring. I know what they you mean. The, they got the Tidewater Tides. You know what I'm saying? But they was going to, what's the name? They was trying to buy. Uh, the Hornets. An, before, yeah, before they was they trying to, to buy Orleans. the Hornets. Yeah, before they went to New Orleans. And then was at one point, a couple years ago, was talks about them actually building a stadium. But they went with the casinos. That's But that's what they got to do first. Because that's why the Hornets never got to have attractions. The Hornets mm-hmm. said, if we come to Virginia, we lose money for two years. We go to New Orleans, they got a stadium already, they got an arena already. And it's not the best, but it's not losing money for two years because the stadiums that we had, the biggest joint, the Norva, the Scope, it's going to be a loss compared to what a regular NBA arena could bring. Yeah. Uh, so if they bring one, if they, the only thing is, they're not building one without taxing people. 
Uh, people ain't paying no tax without a guarantee that a team's going to be there. So it's it's what came first, the chicken or the egg. You're going to get the stadium or you're going to get the team first. Well, you can't get the team without the stadium, and you ain't going to get a stadium without a team. So Your team got to fit the bill. It's going to be trash, bro. Whatever we get, whatever we yeah. get is going to be trash, bro. Like, it's going to be super trash, too. Like, not even, like, it's going to have a whack-ass name. Like, you thought the Commanders was whack? <laughs> you think they're going to call us? The the River City Sharks. Like, it's going to be some whole <laughs> shit, bro. Like, the what Black the- Temple Knights. <laughs> The, the Virginia short pumps, like <laughs> y'all should go pause, but that probably like Richmond, the capital, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. they should definitely do Richmond. The, the Richmond Rebels. Nah, they ain't got no room up in Richmond. The crime bad. They they better off doing something out the beach around Norfolk because at least it's close to the tourist attraction. So it's like, hey, come out to the beach. Right, go right, to a right. game. Yeah. Uh, if, if it's not the winter time, they can charge buku prices year round because that's where the hotels lose money. Because if you at the beach, you lose money because the room is only eighty eight dollars until April, and then April hit, and now the room is two hundred eighty eight dollars. Right. That's who I got smoke for this week. Oh, because I ain't even look at my fucking bank account from my trip out there. Hey, I got smoke for Holiday Inn Express. I was nowhere <laughs> near a body of water. <laughs> but I damn sure paid body of water hotel room view prices. Y'all some hoes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> why the why the fucking room cost me ten dollars less if I would have had an ocean front view and I was in Newport News. I wasn't close to the ocean. I wasn't even close. To, I wasn't even close to Buck Row Beach, nigga. And yeah, that's the, and that's the nigga beach. You feel me? No ocean view at all. <laughs> yeah, I got smoke. I got smoke for Holiday Inn. So insert my rant about Kawhi Leonard last year. Insert that same rant about Holiday, Holiday. Inn Express. I fucking what's the name? I think it's a I think it's a part of the Holiday Inn family, but I I get a hotel down at the beach from time to time, and they jank. It's guaranteed ocean view, and it come with a hot tub that kind of that it's like it sit up. It's in the middle of the room, like next to the bed. It sit up, and you can look out the window at the ocean, and it's mirrors all around it. That jank is on point, and that jank be like seventy dollars. $70 a night. Yeah, no bullshit, bro. $75 a night. All right. Yeah. We're going to kick Jose off the pod because he knew I was coming to town. He ain't say, y'all got the hookup on this room, nigga. I got it. I ain't, had, I ain't <laughs> got the hookup. I just go there. I didn't. You said you were staying close to your mom's and, you know, at Williamsburg and shit. If I, I would have known, known the price was $70, mom, mom, I'm saving money. Oh, I ain't shit. I'm, I'm going to hit you, though. FaceTime me. <laughs> you had to drive. Then you was going to drive all the way back to Newport News to have dinner with your mom? I would have spent, I would have gladly spent a portion of that money on gas <laughs> versus spending all that money in a room that I wouldn't even, I didn't even 
hang out in the room, bro. I put I put it on HBO. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was on. I left for 16 hours. I came back. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was still on. <laughs> he just kept spot. playing it on the loop. <laughs> Same spot I left it on. I was like, yo, these niggas got DVR? That's why I Hell no. I literally just told my girl that, like, when we go out of town again, fuck the room. I don't care about the room no more. Like, I, I'm not trying to spend my money on no fucking luxury-ass, five-star-ass hotel that we're not using. None of the amenities, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm if I if I'm gonna do that, we might as well go out of like out the country where yo, you know you gonna like use your room because you out of the country and shit like that. You just stand on the island or some shit, whatever. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm in Vegas, bro, I'm I'm, I'm staying on the strip and I'm getting a fucking you know what I'm saying whatever type of room. Like not not to say I'm getting a cheap cheap ass room, but I'm just saying like I'm not trying to stay at the Aria none of that shit really. Fuck that shit. I just wanted to be clean. I just wanted to have. I wanted to be clean in a nice and a decent bed. Can a nigga get some free Wi Fi? Because last time I went to Vegas, I paid twelve dollars a day for Wi Fi, and I was like, "You hoes, you hoes will never get another Wi Fi dollar out of me." I have unlimited data on my phone. I don't even know why I didn't. I checked the box. I won't paying attention. I'm like I don't pay hotspot. I didn't pay. Well, I didn't even need to use none of that. Like I had paid a hundred dollars for Wi-Fi for like five days, and my fucking unlimited data on my phone is forty-five dollars by itself. Like nigga, I didn't need Wi-Fi from them. Remember when it was minutes, and now it's your data. Oh, mm-hmm. bro, that was Man. the biggest fucking hustle. Because your, your nighttime minutes started at 9. Or and 7. If, and if you called a motherfucker or somebody called you at 8.50, you had to hang up that call so that the nighttime minutes would start at 9. Mm. I thought I parlayed it. I was like, oh, yeah, girl. Because, I, yeah, I can talk to you. I ain't, I ain't worried about daytime minutes. It's me. 30 minutes later, it's 9 o'clock. I, I ain't even sweating no more. I'm happy. Conversation mm. going. I get the bill. These niggas charged me four hours of my daytime minutes because I never hung up the phone at 9 o'clock so that it would read that it was 9 o'clock. Some stupid shit. And they stood by the bill. Shit would have made me mad. I would have quit that. Hey, nigga, M- MCI is out of business today. I think I won that battle. Yeah. <laughs> that shit would have been, been lost for me. I'd put that as a hell in the grade book, baby. <laughs> Ooh, I don't even remember MCI. That's how old I am. Like, MCI, nigga. Suncom. <clears throat> Telephone company. MCI was the fucking, they was the niggas that used to battle with AT&T. And then Verizon came out, and uh, they Prime used to Co? make Prime Co. Oh yeah, I remember. Oh uh, no, I don't remember them niggas. The the little alien little motherfucker boy. I think they was T-Mobile. They might have been T-Mobile before T-Mobile. Like I think T-Mobile took over for them. I can't remember on them. I know niggas remember them chirps, that next tail joint. 
Oh, I have I have one. I have nobody chirp though. That was the saddest part about it. I was like, do I gotta buy everybody chirp so I can truly enjoy this? But then niggas start chirping you at like the most inappropriate times, and that's when it was. It wasn't it. But we everywhere now. We only we got link trees. We got our links Ooh, in the bios. <laughs> like, share, subscribe, comment on that shit. Show us love. We out here in these streets. Uh, follow the pod. Everywhere we at, I don't have the IG. That's irresponsible of me. I will put it in the description. We don't blame you. We appreciate all the hard work you do. That shit was really like the Illinois type thing. Indiana. (laughs) Just what? Read this shit there. That's that cult shit. (laughs) Google it. He's like, yo, fam, I can't believe he's about to send us the logo or some shit. Like, yo, y'all don't remember this. Facts, bro. Like, like, when you know you got facts on that, you, know like, you got a hard ass bar. It's like, yo, fam, you ain't never, you ain't never heard of this song. It's like, yo, dog, I never heard of that song. I had to make sure I'm not tweaking. Like, maybe I'm getting the name wrong or some shit. But, like, no, nah, it was like, just the cell phone company like like in Illinois, Indiana, like networks, like you know what I'm saying? They had commercials and shit, but Sprint bought them out. I'm reading the shit now, that's crazy. You learn something new every day, man. The world is yours, people. The world is yours. What is yours? And shout out, shout out. Shout out to the thugs. Yeah. When I'm serving you, homie, when I'm serving you, gotta keep it to 